0: Hello, hello. Everybody's back for another episode of It's (laughs) Tempting. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) And Aaron, you just went rogue. (laughs) You just pulled look at Beyonce and said, I'm doing it.
0: I went rogue with it. Also, elephant in the room, you guys. This is dropping on a Wednesday. It's late. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. Oh, but I'm you're like, all stoked I know you are <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're all stoked but like to be fair I feel like our episodes have been pretty good like they're like
0: worth the wait they're, they're worth the, the wait that's what I'm like the real fans know maybe we're not consistent maybe that's not our strong suit but when we drop an episode you're gonna be giggling it's <laughs> a good is, one
1: Max, I agree I also feel like this season like we're really not holding back. Not
0: in <laughs> no, the past. We're, we're not. We give zero fucks now. <laughs> like
1: we're just like, all right, let's lay into these fuckers.
0: I also think a big factor in that is that we're like so far removed from it now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's just like this is freaking entertaining. Do we have to go over anything before we dive in? Besides the fact, you guys, Aaron has boobs now. <laughs> okay. Oh <my> God. <laughs>
1: I look like, right now, if you guys could picture me, I'm in like a white, like, what are they called? Wife beater?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm a little white wife beater and the boobies are out. Boobs <laughs> are huge. Not
1: wearing a bra over, under. My <laughs> pants are like up to my belly button. I literally look like someone's like grandpa sitting on like a porch smoking cigarette. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that, in the it middle looks like of the a, summer.
0: <laughs> a little cute prego lady. No. Ugh. So that's the biggest update is Aaron's boobs. Yeah. Well, I'm in my third trimester, guys. <laughs> it's crazy. It's literally crazy. I know, right? There's literally going to be a little you here sh- shortly. One of the craziest things. So I put on my story the other day where I was like, oh my God, it just dawned on me like less than three months. My lease is up mm-hmm. like less than four months and I have to like move my whole life. And then Aaron was like, I'm going to have a a baby before your lease is up. And I was like, yeah. Jesus, yeah. like all right, Lulu, so much is happening in the next few months. And it moves
1: so fast. Like, it's like you
0: have time,
1: but like, you don't,
0: you know no, what I mean? You don't. Like, Dude, f- three months is nothing.
1: I was actually thinking about that too, how, okay, this is like going to sound so stupid. It does not make sense to me. I don't know if anyone, any of our listeners have kids or get this, but like, I was tracking like when I like found out I was pregnant mm-hmm. and it's like six months, but I'm technically seven months. So it's like yeah. I only have two more months, but if I was yeah. six months – but it's the weirdest – like the math does not make sense. you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like based off of when I'm like – when I was pregnant, I should be six months, but I'm seven months.
0: Yeah, it's so weird.
1: But then my doctor today was like, yeah, you're having – you have three more months left. And I'm like, no, I only have two more months left because I'm seven months, seven, eight, nine. If I have yeah. two more months left, that would be month 10. It does not make sense. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. And we do. I know that we have um people that have kids that listen to this. So people will relate. Maybe they can help me. Right. Everyone help us understand the nine month math. The math is not on, on creating a human being. Yeah. Okay, you guys, I have a little confession. So I texted Aaron before we started recording this, and I was like, I ain't into this episode. There's a lot of just like, like I apologize because it's Aaron's season. This episode, honestly, I was like, it is the longest freaking episode in the world, and really nothing fucking happened.
1: It was a whole, there was so many, I feel like a lot of things happened that didn't have substance if that, that were sense.
0: insignificant it was a bunch of like no substance drama nonsense
1: yeah yeah
0: there was like that one
1: spicy scene but yeah other than that it was just drama yeah but like with people who weren't really relevant
0: no and I was glad you agreed with me literally as soon as I texted her she immediately responded and was like right like she yeah. she agreed
1: I also feel like, though, there was like a lot of shade, like indirect shade, shade, like people like subtly saying comments about like us, about like some of the guys saying about, it's like, I
2: don't know.
1: I feel like I, it, how do I word this? If I'm trying to like win someone over, I'm not going to do it by bashing someone else because that in my opinion is like. You're insecure. Why are you talking about this other person? Why are you trying to bring them down to make yourself look better? It's like, I shouldn't have to do that. I should just, like, be able to win someone over. Yep. You get what I'm saying? And I felt like a lot – and it wasn't just the single girls. Mm -hmm. Some of the single guys were doing it too where it was like they were constantly putting bugs in people's ears trying to make people look bad. And
0: I'm just – I don't know. Yeah. No, it was weird. There's, like, another thing we were texting about, and we'll get into it as we're watching the episode. Like, so much comparing. Like, mm-hmm. so many people comparing themselves to the girlfriends or the boyfriends. That's freaking weird. And I also think that's, again, again like... I think it's just like a a growing up thing, like an age thing, a maturity thing, because I would never in my life like be sitting down with a man and in order to like win him over, like I would be like talking shit and comparing myself to a different girl.
1: No, I hated that. That's so
0: fucking weird.
1: I find it to be like a little offensive, too, where it's like I used to be like, yeah, yeah. I used to, like, you're patting me on the head. I used to be like her, but yeah, now I'm different. So I, it's like, no, like, come on. And I understand they're going off of what they were told, which mm-hmm. is why I remember when this first aired, like, I had no hard feelings towards, like, Nicole last episode when she was crying yeah. over court. Like, I, I never had hard feelings. It's yeah. just, again, now being so far removed and watching it, I'm like, hmm. Like, you're
0: like, huh. Maybe they, these chicks aren't as cool as I originally thought. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just like – But then I look back and I look deeper into like,
1: okay, like, Gordon, what were you telling them though?
0: Yeah. So no, it's like firstly, they think yes. this because, because, of of what,
1: wh- yep. because of what you're saying. And I'm just thinking like I remember feeling so sorry after my experience on Temptation Island. And when I would watch the episodes, I'd be like drinking wine and I'd be drunk like crying about how like embar- Ew, Miko just, Miko just farted. I'm so sorry. But like <laughs> it, like about like how like embarrassed I was or I would get emotional seeing Corey and Amanda talk about me because I was like, dang, I made him go through that. And then now looking back, I'm thinking like you were talking shit about me to this girl. You were never telling me I was making you feel this way. And now two of yeah. you are talking shit on me. And I'm the one somehow feeling bad. Like, no, you were part of the issue.
0: Yeah, it's twisted. It's crazy. And I will say I may blow some minds right now, but, like, who wants to, like – like, who wants a guy or a girl to choose being with you because, like, you talked shit about another guy or girl? You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's, like – like, no, I would never want to be with someone because they, like, chose me because I made another person look really bad in their eyes. I just want them to choose me because it's a fucking no-brainer.
1: That's – exactly. I totally you – know?
0: I agree. Like, no one else is a factor in this. Yep. It's weird. I don't know. Very strange.
1: I would love okay. to just be a single for – like, not not in real life, but, like, it would have been great to just be a single and see how, like, my mindset would have changed.
0: The mindset is so different, but like you've said before in other podcasts, like I, like, I don't know what it's like to have to like compete for a guy like that. I just feel like I wouldn't.
1: I have, this (laughs) is like, I'm just like, I'm good. I live by this. I am not kidding. If I could like, if you could put one like phrase on my tombstone, it would literally be like, I do not compete. No. The second I'm an option or you have to choose, don't pick me. How many yeah. times have I fucking well, – you and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. We've talked about it since we broke down season four. Like, yep. we've always said it, but I live by that. I'm like, yeah. the second you're even considering someone else, go. Go. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm not competing. I'm not going to try to prove to you
0: why you should pick me. No. Don't pick yeah, me. Don't. Like, this ain't the circus. I ain't jumping through hoops with these other bitches for Mm-mm. you. No, <laughs> like, absolutely not. No, nope. I'm the ringleader. Okay, That's period. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, I, have, <laughs> I feel like you have to have the mindset like, there's not a competition. And yeah, obviously, no. realistically, there are prettier girls out there. Yeah, absolutely. But there aren't funnier bitches. Okay. Catch you
0: <laughs> Okay. This is so fucking funny. I was going to bring this up. We're getting off topic, but I have to bring this up.
1: I always <laughs> my- say that to Justin. I'm like, you're going to find prettier girls out there, but you will never find someone funnier than me. It's just
0: like, Dude, dead ass though. I was going to talk about this on my living room couch podcast, my solo manic one, but I was talking to Nicole the other day, And I literally said that you guys, this is, this might sound a little narcissistic what I'm about to say, but fuck it. (laughs) I literally said, I was like, thank God like God didn't give me like tits and an ass because I have like such a big heart. I'm so smart. Like I'm funny as fuck. Like I am everything except like there's definitely girls that got way hotter bodies than me. But if I had tits and ass, I would literally take over the universe. Like everybody, hide your wife, hide your kids. Like God humbled me. I'm,
1: I'm humble enough to sit here and say like, there's people prettier out there
0: yeah, and everyone. Like, I'm they're just super saying,
1: super like, my personality, I don't really care what was shown on Temptation Island. I Person- know for a fact I'm a funny ass girl, and I also am weird as shit, and I feel like.
0: Personality trumps everything, period. Yes. Period. That's why I said my personality with tits and ass, I'll take over the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would. <laughs> take over that. the goddamn world <laughs> uh, all right let's okay. get into the episode it's called blake the fake
0: okay yeah um so the first the song that kicks off i just had to talk about the lyrics the song that this episode it's like i want to feel your body touch oh me. my god
1: i didn't that even is literally realize. the lyric oh
0: yeah i was like okay uh-huh. the theme they knew what they were doing so it picks up where Alexis and Kendall are in his room and it's kind of a weird vibe. They hug goodbye. She says that he asked her to stay the night, but she's not down because his girlfriend is still in the picture. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> thank you. I actually <laughs> forgot this happened because I like, I don't know how you
1: take notes, Casey, but like I basically like after every sentence, pause it, note, pause Yeah, like, You know what I same, mean? Same, yeah,
2: so same. So when I
1: first started taking notes and paused it, I literally wrote in my notes like, you can tell Alexis is kind of waiting. And we talked about this last episode. It, yeah. it seems like she's waiting for him to invite her to stay because she wants to stay. And then I had to like, ah. go back and delete my my text because like, right after it, she's in confessional, like, no, I'm not staying. It's too soon, you know.
0: <laughs> so see, this is kind of the vibe I'm getting I think that she went up there with the intention to have a little hanky-panky because that's the vibe we got last time. She went up there. It was kind of awkward as fuck, Mm -hmm. and he was like, stay if you want, the vibe was kind of off so i think she kind of got denied a little bit and then like covered it up with like oh like i wasn't ready to stay i think if he would have been down and it, the body language would have been right he didn't say stay if you want to it wasn't awkward i think she, they would have had sex
1: interesting take okay I, I really
0: do i think she's covering up the fact that she like low key kind of got a little bit rejected mm-hmm. and it was awkward as hell
1: yeah no now that you're saying that i can totally see it i just did not pick up on that i was like I think I was so surprised by what she said in National, yeah. I didn't think deeper into because- it. I was more like, Oh shit. Okay. She's like being respectable, even though she was like, even though. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but it was just <laughs> like, she was gung ho on taking the next step, following him upstairs, <laughs> not leaving. Okay. Like, and then all of a sudden you say you didn't want to like, what, what was the last like 45 minutes? Yeah. It's always so
1: weird too. I'm picturing like your season where it was, Who was it? Um, Carl and Brittany, maybe. Brittany Brittany was like standing in his like closet, like literally had both of her arms in the air blocking him. And he's just like, girl, you need to fucking
0: leave. (laughs) It was giving that same energy. So that's why I'm just like, how did it go from that to like, it was your decision to like, not stay? He literally said, stay if you want.
1: Yeah, I would. And I agree. If someone said like, oh, you can stay if you want, I'd be like, no I'm going
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's literally like code for you're an option and I'm like it's like okay it'll be fun if it happens but like I don't care that much right
1: like indifferent if you want to say say I don't really care yeah okay yep
0: so when right before she's about to leave they're like on his little balcony and he asks her if things if she thinks like things would work between them in the future and she doesn't hesitate she immediately says yes and then she says just don't break my heart Dude, what? Yeah. Why is she already talking about that? And then she says, just don't give me a reason to put my walls back up, okay? And he explains how his intentions are to never hurt her. And then he calls her the number one draft pick. Okay, we need to talk about a couple things. Number one, I
1: last episode, or I don't know if it was last one or whenever, when Alexis opened up about the fact that she cheated on her boyfriend. And we were like, kind of being like, okay, like commending her for opening up about that. Yeah. However, she says, "Don't make me have to put my guard back up." And it's like, not. I'm not trying to be rude, but you cheated. Like, why you? Why is your guard up? You're the one who cheated. Don't you think the one you cheated on has the guard up? Like, I don't know. Does that? I'm like not trying to be insensitive.
0: No, I agree. I was kind of. I was kind of confused by that as well, to be honest, because I, I, I remembered that that was the reason that she had been single is because she was the cheater. So I'm like, okay, why is your guard up if you're the one that like fucked up?
1: Right. That's what I, I yeah. that's what it makes sense to me. And then the second thing I took out of that, was, I want to know your take on this. And I think that you and I will have the same opinion, but I want to hear okay. um, if a guy calls you
0: his oh. number one draft.
1: Pick. No. Is that a compliment or an insult?
0: Honestly, that would give me the ick.
1: Thank you. I think that would <laughs> I would be ick. like, ew, like number I'd mean, like,
0: that's like not a fucking compliment. Also, why are you still in frat boy mentality? Like how fucking old are you? Like Dude, like, I'm a grown-ass woman that you're trying to, like, court and, like, date. Like, I don't want you to hear that I'm the number one draft pick, you you fucking weirdo. That means I'm, like, at a fucking tryout or at a draft with a bunch of other people. And, like, I might not have been the number one draft pick. Like, there ain't no draft. It's me and that's Mm -hmm. it. It's
1: literally, again, going back to, like, the competition aspect. Like, that right there is him admitting that she was in competition
0: Yep, And now she's
1: like – she she made her way to like the number one option.
0: Yeah, which is like, dude, no. Yeah, it would give me the ick. Like I really – if I was like really into a dude and then he looked me in the eyeballs and said that, I would be like, oh, we're going to have to take a few steps. Little pump on Mm -hmm. the brakes.
1: I also – I think though that Kendall is so good at manipulating and he's such a narcissist that – yeah. I feel like he gives out the energy that he receives and he mirrors it. So I think that – And the reason I'm bringing this up is because you said, you know, you're a woman, you should be courting, you should be whatever. He sees how Alexis is. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Honestly, I'm taking notes on how she flirts and shit. She's, she's good. But I think yeah. that it's a different, mm, like, energy and – vibe that she gives off. So he almost can talk to her a certain way. He's matching that. He's mirroring. If it was someone like you who it's like you have to Oh, I
0: would I would read him so fucking quick he wouldn't even know what to no, do. No, but him. I
1: think he would give you a different version of himself. That's what I'm saying. I think he
0: You think he would be like a stand up gentleman guy because and like funny and just like charming and because that's like what I want and like he would mirror me. I
1: actually do think that. I think that he's No, yeah, like,
0: that means he's like real narcissist. Does you think that's that about
1: him though? Yeah, like, and actually see him doing that is that not like I just like was yeah. thinking when I'm watching this like I could see if it was someone else with like a different Mentality or that came he would have a different
0: vibe. Yes,
1: and he would act differently. Yeah. I, I think that
0: You're right and actually we're gonna get into it at the very very end when erica says some of her comments Because I was like, "Ooh, this is literally like the definition of gaslighting and she doesn't even realize that she's saying it right now mm-hmm. So yeah, he is a freaking narcissist like well We don't know for sure. We're not doctors, but he's appearing to be one. Yes. (laughs) In our in our educated podcast host opinion. In our in our
1: years of breaking
0: down TI. (laughs) We could classify him. (laughs) Right. So the last little thing in that moment was Kendall I can't even say some of the shit with a straight face mm-hmm. Kendall wants to become a better version of himself and he's ready to dive into the experience
1: and then he goes and does what he does how is yes. that making you a better version of yourself I have so many fucking questions
0: so many man God. so many um okay so Tom he's just telling Sophia he likes listening to her talk and then it pans over to Julian and Maya. By the way, if I miss anything, I'm not going to lie, you guys. I'm owning it right now. I've had, like, a long-ass day. It's been raining for, like, a month in L.A. It's depressing as fuck. So this episode was so long that some of my notes, I was just, like, not – I didn't take the best notes that I normally do. So Aaron, I have good notes. If I miss anything, help me out. I
1: have really good notes up until the bonfire. And then the bonfire, it's just, like, like bullet Blah. points, like <laughs> – you know what okay. I mean? But yeah, no, you're you're hitting it. Yeah, if, Julian and Maya are
0: talking. If I yeah, if I miss anything, let me know. Okay. So Julian and Maya, they are chatting and he admits that this whole experience has been humbling. He's realizing that he has a real shot at losing Kristen and that never really dawned on him before. And now he's really stressed about it. He asks her to go talk because she likes to dig deep and he appreciates that she challenges him in ways that the mm-hmm. other women do not. She thinks he still has his guard way up. Anything that you want to add to that? Any thoughts?
1: I just feel like when I watch Kendall, I don't get that vibe. When I watch Corey or Tom, I get that vibe. They have their guard up a little. I don't get that vibe with you. Julian. Mean ju-
0: you mean Julia? Yeah. You said Kendall. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, I. Oh, did I?
0: Sorry. I don't get that vibe. Yeah, you accidentally said it, but it's probably because we're just talking about <laughs> Kendall. Um, but no, I don't get that vibe either. I just think. I just think he's like not a cheater and he's a real one. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that they know how to navigate that on temptation Island. I was going to say, I think they want to think his guard is up. Yeah. But it's (laughs) just like, he's just respecting his girlfriend and not cheating. Yeah. I think he's actually been very welcoming. I think he's been really fun. He's been social. He's been funny. He's dancing. I don't think he has his guard up. I think he's not trying to fuck any of you. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) okay so girls villa you guys got to get little game of limbo going that's what that game is called limbo. Right? yep Lim- Limbo. okay yeah. yeah i was like i haven't played this in 700 million years <laughs> yeah. and so um, random they, they literally just rip- whipped out a limbo stick and we're like okay <laughs> we're like everybody go limbo like, drunk okay. <laughs> with minimal clothing yeah. <laughs> Kristen, actually, this is one thing I noticed in this whole moment. Kristen seems like she's like lightening up a little bit. She seemed like she was having a lot of fun. She was smiling, giggling. I really liked that. Okay, I need to discuss Jesse and him eating broccoli and guac.
1: That's insane. Yeah, that was weird. He was such a like health freak and like fitness dude that it did it broccoli and guac surprised me honestly. But to be fair, we were malnourished, so that was <laughs> probably all that was around. Like I, I get so jealous when we pan to the guys' villa, and I watch them with like fresh cups of coffee. They're cooking <laughs> eggs. They're what? you know what? I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I feel like every time we Every time I break this down, I sound real um, bitter. So I'll say (laughs) maybe it's because the guys we were living with were so douchey that they just like made breakfast for themselves and then left nothing for us. And with the girls or the guy's house, there's only four guys.
0: Um, Low key, that's probably what happened. But I'm telling
1: you, there was no food. Like at one point, I'm not kidding, a weekend, we did not have food. We didn't have water. It was like, it was like pretty bad
0: um what that's actually so wild oh my god it was it i feel like that had to have been like a covid issue too though because everything was like shut down
1: i mean but then you look at the guys villa and they're having lobster and they're having steak and they're having shrimp <laughs> <And> <laughs> to- <laughs> like we were literally drinking this pink tequila every night and then the guys are, you know pina coladas vodka like, see hmm. i'm a vodka
0: girl i couldn't do that i can't there ain't no way in hell i'm drinking pink tequila okay,
1: i'm literally that exactly exactly
0: like no like absolutely not i don't even want regular tequila let alone pink tequila yes
1: it was pink and there was like two bottles it was gone we were living in a house with 12 guys like okay
0: yeah two bottles that was two seconds it's tragic Okay. So now you and Shaq, he is telling you that you're dope and you ask him why. Oh yeah. And he's like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but you're dope. And so you ask him like, why would I take that the wrong way? And he admits that he's scared. You'll distance yourself when he gives you compliments. Mm -hmm. I I put in my notes, like, what's that about? But I feel like as the episode went on, it's self-explanatory why you thought that. This is the thing. Like, he's so he's down bad but there were
1: this and, is down and bad like I after everything played out and like again removing yourself it's like I wish that I would have I don't want to say pursued it but wasn't so standoffish in a sense however in the moment I'm not kidding and I really like I really love Shaq I do but It was a lot. It was like every time I would like come out of a room, he's waiting for me or he'd like kind of like follow me up to the pool or like it was very – and like 80% of that was not shown. And I'm not saying it in like a – I'm not trying to be rude because I know that he liked me and he was doing what he thought would get my attention or whatever. But my mindset was so made up that it was coming across like – Creepy. And I'm not trying to be rude because he's not creepy, but it was coming off that way. I'm telling you, I would open the door, he'd be there. I'd go somewhere like he was always just, and then trying to rehash the same conversations.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't like that. That would turn me off, to be honest. Seriously.
1: And as much as I like compliments, I also, it, it just was becoming a lot. Like I'm not that type of girl who.
0: It's like a little clingy and like suffocating. Right. And
1: I don't need to keep like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm not like one of those girls that like needs to constantly be hearing You don't need constant validation. And like, it was just becoming too much for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I relate because I wouldn't handle that well either. (laughs) So just a lot. Yeah.
1: And he also kept saying things to me, like, I know you actually like me or like, I know that like, you're going to leave Corey. And like, it would be like after a heart to heart, I would be.
0: Where you've. Made it clear that that was not happening.
1: Or, like, where I just, like, opened up to him and I was like, hey, like, this is what's going on. Like, he of all, of everyone knew the most about, like, yeah. why I was there and, like, some issues I was having with Corey. And, like, you know, even though it wasn't necessarily aired, I did tell him some of the things Corey was doing that I didn't like and that made our relationship difficult. And I would go on and on and he would be there for me. And then, like, afterwards... He would literally look at me and be like, "I know deep down you want to be with me," and it was almost like nothing I said. He wasn't listening to any of it; did not care. Yeah. And that's where my mindset started changing. Where I'm like, "Oh, like, are you a good guy, or are you like the rest of them?" I can't tell with you, and I. Do- it's not worth risking yeah. right now.
0: Yeah, facts. You're smart. You admit that you don't want to lead anyone on, and you're and you are making that very clear to him. You're you it's on camera you telling him that you don't want to lead him on yeah. and then he freaking says he's kind of did does exactly what you just said he says i think she's protecting herself by doing mm-hmm. that and i asked for your thoughts on that in my notes but you just addressed them yeah, yeah but you're right he he does not listen to what you say i even kind of no, have that and eyes. he would
1: like say it's my face and i would be like i would kind of just like laugh it off um Because I think, again, my mind was already made up and had it been a different scenario, like he even said, had it been a different scenario, yeah, maybe we could have. But like it just – it was a lot at once and I felt also like as much as I would tell him things, he would just be like looking right through me and then respond with like what he thought I wanted to hear.
0: Yeah, it's like he wasn't listening to listen. He was listening to res- to respond. You know what I think
1: it was too is like you know that saying where it's like when a girl says she doesn't want any food or something, like still get her food. When a girl says no, it really means yes. I re- I think yeah. he thought that.
0: Yeah, he thought that where it was
1: like I was saying like no, I don't want us to be more than friends. Yeah. He really was convinced she doesn't mean that. What she really means is yes, I want.
0: <laughs> like no, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> And you're like, no, what I say is what I mean. My last few notes I have on this is he's smitten as hell when he says, if we were on the outside world in an ideal situation, bro, you would get wifed up so fast. And then um, your face right now. He's cute. He's so (laughs) cute. I do
1: love Shaq. I do.
0: Yeah, he's very sweet. And then the last little bit of it is just you say he's a really nice guy and you can tell he's catching feelings. You don't want to hurt anyone or lead anyone on because you think you have a lot to work on. Yeah, period. And that's that. So we go over to our little sit-down chat with Evan. You sit down with Evan and open up about how you feel like you're on a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And you tell him, I need to deal with stuff that I've never dealt with or else I'll never be able to heal. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to just go through my whole notes? Because this shit kind of got real for a second. Yeah, go ahead. And then we'll talk about it. So Evan opens up about his stepfather, which we find out is like the man that basically raised Uh him. And he passed away. And Evan is very emotional talking about this. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been a fan of Evan throughout this season so far. This moment, like I loved this whole moment. Okay, I I thought you – I thought you handled it so well. Thank you. Like truly. No, I really think you did because he got very mm-hmm. emotional quick and he was being very vulnerable with you. And um, I thought this whole moment was like beautiful. I'm going <laughs> to go through my yes. whole notes right now. Um, you open up about how you also lost your best friend and now you're both crying and hugging. Very special moment. I loved when he said, you just have to cherish life. This won't last forever. This whole moment like literally gave me the chills. And then you said it's not every day you meet someone who's gone through the same thing you have and you admit that these guys are cooler than you originally thought and that's exciting. I loved, like I I keep saying it, I really did. I loved everything about this whole moment. It made me feel a little bit differently about Evan and I just love when people are able to get vulnerable and real. I feel like DI is just full of fake bullshit a lot of the time and when it gets real like this, like real life shit, I love it. But that's the
1: thing, it was like – I didn't know anything about Evan at all until we had that conversation. And to be quite honest, I don't even remember how we got into that conversation. I don't know how we ended up going outside together. It got deep. Quick. Seriously, we went from like never talking to then like having this moment and yeah. I don't know, like I look back and I am I'm proud of myself because I clearly made him feel comfortable enough to open up to me Mm -hmm. in such a vulnerable moment. And then I also was like, I felt comfortable then doing it back. And I think that's why I ultimately picked him on the date because I knew the stuff that was going on with Shaq and how I kind of needed to like, just distance myself a little bit. And then also, again, I was so like, focused on fixing my relationship and fixing myself which I hate that I'm constantly saying I need to work I need to change myself yeah. I need to change myself no there are things I need to work on
0: but like yeah but you don't need exactly
1: to um yeah. but that's when I was kind of like all right I feel like I should see if there's any guys in this house that I relate to I can like learn from and then just bring them on dates so then it's not like I'm going on these dates to actually date them, but instead to like gain some knowledge and then yeah, bring it back into my relationship or even, even my life now, like what Evan said, you got to like live your life, cherish these moments. Like I still live to that today and I'm not with that person anymore. And it's not even, you need to be with someone to have that mindset. You should just always have that mindset. Life is short. Anything can happen.
0: Life is so short, man. I feel like a lot of people don't really grasp that, man. I'm like, do you realize, like, mm-hmm. you life is it is short. short. You gotta live life. And to the I fullest. also feel
1: like sometimes I catch myself forgetting that as well. And it's just mm-hmm. like you have to snap back into reality. This like is all, it's all like temporary. The second, th- this literally, time flies, and it's yep. it's like scary kind of <laughs> we got know, real deep we did we did but yeah I loved that I deep. loved that um
0: no so it gave me the chills I was like this is a real ass moment man and I was like stoked I was like I freaking hated this dude now I kind of like him I also think it would have been weird if you didn't ask him on the date after this because it was such like a vulnerable moment so I was stoked when you asked him by the way side note who did you pick for your overnight date Joan okay so you were all and over the he, place because I, I was like yo i don't even know who Aaron went on the overnight date with i just it dawned he's on the me. one who
1: goes on the date with Kristen. yeah i bring i yeah. bring a different person on every date i bring griffin twice which was totally like a setup it was not yeah a choice if you will um well i yeah. guess actually there was no gun to my head it was it was a choice whatever fine um, but other than that, I brought someone different every time.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So Chelsea, she sits down with, is that Jersey Tom? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. She says that she's not comfortable with Blake anymore and he gives her anxiety, I feel like this kind of like came out of left field. Was this just like randomly like oh like Blake gives me anxiety well, it, now? Like where did this it come was from?
1: Because of what we witnessed last episode, where Blake was
0: like getting accused of like kind of stirring the that, pot and like being a shoulder to cry on for that everyone, and
1: just the way that he would like talk to everyone. So it's like like okay. some of the and when um when Chelsea and Blake talk later on in this episode I agree with some of the stuff she says because what she's saying is true I don't know if the reaction matched like if the punishment fit the crime if that makes sense just for this episode I'm saying like I'm not talking like you know whatever but he was constantly getting in everyone's business he was constantly trying he was giving attention to everyone and it wasn't in like a flirty way with me Kristen, Erica but it was like Whenever something was happening with the guys, he had to be there. Whenever, like, something was happening with me, he had to – Like, he was talking to everyone constantly. And yeah. Chelsea would kind of be, like, standing around, like, what is he doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that type of situation. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think when that happened and then the whole, like, Blake um, – said we were mad at evan and all that went down she yeah. started realizing like okay like what are his actual intentions because like the guys in the house would like Got talk you. shit on each other to us like shaq was warning me about trent and rocky and like i don't know trent was gonna like confess his love to me and like all this stuff and shaq warned me about it. like there were so many like little like bugs being put so weird,
0: yeah God, and then guys say girls are dramatic. It's like, I don't yes, know about that. Seriously. <laughs> um, so then that's where the nickname come from comes from. Blake the fake uh-huh. is Jersey Tom says that. And he's surprised. That Chelsea saw through Blake's act and she asks Tom on the third date Blake is shocked and is wondering if he's missing something he gets really upset in the confessional he's like saying fuck you he's salty as hell Uh then Evan oh yeah then you grab Evan to go take him away to ask him on the date and Shaq under his breath says she would never pick Evan like really I love
1: how both the guys are in the kitchen like conspiring like are they like? Are they literally about to do this? Like, oh, there's no way yeah. they
0: would. <laughs> no way, you. Uh, so you go and you ask Evan on the third date, and Shaq says, "Oh, that's so fucked up. How did I just catch feelings for a girl with the worst for, radar for the good way people?" He says, he's like, For good people, I was dying. I was he also seemed salty as hell and intense in that moment yeah. i was like damn they got these boys in their feels right now yeah
1: no i mean it was it was but then i remember like not like like Shaq never like coming up to me and asking me about it i don't know
0: but had such a strong reaction like yeah
1: we never like behind your back it. yeah exactly i don't know
0: interesting Kristen is in the kitchen. She's trying to calm Shaq down and explains to him how it's only been two dates and to not overthink it. And that's kind of how that little scenario ends. Yeah.
1: Watching that, I was like, thank you, Kristen. Like, I'm glad, like,
0: I love- Yeah, like, someone brought him back to reality yeah, for a I second. Yeah, I like watching when, like, people
1: have each other's backs. You know what I mean? Like- Yeah, sh- She didn't nice. feed into it. Like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, she straight up was like, it's been no. two dates. Like, you need to relax.
0: Yeah, there's no reason to get your panties yes. in a bunch. Okay, off-roading is one of my favorite things in the world. So jealous. Uh-huh. This looks so much fun. What I the know. hell? Um, Erica picks Jesse because he has traits that Kendall doesn't have, like being understanding and patient. And I was like, again, uh-huh. bare minimum. Yeah. Bare minimum. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, bare minimum. Chelsea and Jersey Tom, did did they flip that car over on purpose? I have questions
1: about this, too, because I'm thinking, never in my life would I want to intentionally flip that. That does not look fun to me.
0: Dude, like, low-key, like, like people have died flipping, (laughs) like, off-roading vehicles like that. So I'm just like – I. it seemed like she did it on purpose. It was – it seemed like he was like, oh, like, let's flip it. And then she was like, okay, and then flipped she flipped it. it. I don't know. I don't remember if, like,
1: we ever talked about if she did it on purpose or not. I remember her coming back being like, oh, my God, like, our car flipped or whatever. But looking at it, it does seem like it was on purpose based off their conversation. And I'm just like, that does not look fun to me. <laughs> that looks
0: painful. They yeah. really fly they, they look – it, they looked like they had a good time, but me personally, I'd be like, eh, I don't I'm know. Nah. I don't know about flipping yeah. the vehicle. Um. So she feels like they can just be themselves together with Blake. She feels really pressured and nervous. Tom admits that he was really shocked that Chelsea asked him on the date. She explains how she didn't want to put all her eggs in one basket with Blake and Tom thinks that she's obviously smart and can see through fake people and real people. He definitely wants another date. I just
1: like honestly, i can't I can't stand Tom. Like he's indirectly trying to weasel comments about Blake being fake, which is like I'm not saying I'm a fucking fan of Blake either, but I'm saying just like, yeah, Tom just seems like such a weasel, like a snake, like. You're that insecure about another guy that you're spending your date trying to, like, convince this girl through little comments that, like, she made the right choice and that he's still fake. It's, like, let her figure that out on her own. Like, why are you acting like that? It's so unattractive. And also just, like, I'm sorry. Like, watching the way – like, I don't know how Chelsea did not see it on the date, but, like, even just me watching the way he talks, I'm like – yeah, like I, yeah. It, like I would not. I do not find that. I remember one time actually, and I think this is why I also don't like Tom. Is that him and Chelsea were having a conversation once, like in the house, and I like walked up and I was like, "Hey guys, like, do you want a shot, some wine, or whatever, something like that?" Or I was like, "Chelsea," like, and he literally looked at me and he was like, "Um, one second, we're talking," and I looked back at yeah. him like, <laughs> "I don't give a flying fuck. I really don't care." Yeah, like. Now now I'm that's talking. That's such a weird
0: reaction.
1: Scootadoo. Yeah. Like Scootaloo, whatever, Tootaloo. Bye. <laughs> Scootadoo Yeah. <again. laughs> Scoot-a-doo. Scootadoo. That's what That's our new I thing. I just Scoot-a-doo. like these disrespectful men. Like Yeah, why do you talk to women like that? But that's
0: That's literally why they get casted though. That's like the crazy part. Because it, it's like upstanding respectful men aren't getting casted for they're also not applying for it. <laughs> <laughs> they're not applying for it that's <laughs> another thing that i can't really relate to because i didn't apply to be on the show i literally was like found on instagram me and evan so i'm just like these guys like tried yeah. to get on this yeah. show you know like they wanted to be uh, on this show. i don't know
1: i also feel like my season guys were just really tragic and like i'm sorry they
0: were they were the worst they pissed me off so much because i like I loved my single guys on season one. There were some on season two that I really liked a lot. And then season three, honestly, there ain't anyone on season three. Like, I'm going to be honest. I feel like I have like a friend or two from almost every single cast except season three. Yeah. There's nobody I fuck with on season I literally three.
1: do not speak to any of them. I speak to like my girls, yeah. but like no single girls, no single guys, like
0: not yeah that's how i there's no one on season three that i'm close with besides like you. I'll,
1: right. like you know what though i feel like the two who got the closest to Corey are like the two that i'll like still like dm with here and there like shoot yeah like on each other's like stories <laughs> and i'm like totally fine with that
0: yeah yeah agree Okie dokie horseback riding. Always a good time. Always a good time. You can never go wrong with a horseback riding date. Tom is very tempted by Sophia. He says that he's lost his essence of being carefree. She explains how there shouldn't be consequences for being yourself. And if there is, that's not living your best life. And then I quoted, Tom and I were brought together for a reason. And I think he's finding that there are women out there that are going to accept him for who he this is. This is
1: my thought on that. They- I'm all for,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, accepting someone for who they are. This is my opinion, though, on that. I understand accepting someone for who they are. However. Yes when you're crossing a line of disrespect or like a boundary that was set is being crossed, like that's not like, that's you. Okay. Then we're going to have problems. That's what I'm trying to say. Like if you're the type who like pours milk in before your cereal, like that's weird, but like, I'll accept you for who you are. Like that's strange. But if you're like going to a bar, getting a girl's number in front of me and not saying I'm your (laughs) girlfriend, I'm not
0: accepting you. I'm not accepting you. (laughs) Fuck you. I don't like, that's terrible. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but he ain't telling that shit to Sophia, like she, you know. But again, this is another instance where I'm just like, we're kind of comparing ourselves and shitting on other people to That's make what ourselves look better. There's
1: like levels of accepting yeah. someone for who they are. You have to make adjustments when you're mm-hmm. dating someone. You have to, in order to be yeah. in a suc- successful relationship, marriage, whatever. You have to make exceptions. You have to meet someone halfway. And I, th- yeah, and I think that's what percent. I was, when I went on the island, was trying to convince myself with Corey, like, okay, I was trying too hard to be, like, a perfectionist. Just, like, no, there's things that I need to be flexible with in order to make it work. like But then yeah. there's, like, like, things that are not acceptable that shouldn't be acceptable. And that's where I'm thinking, like, yep. I don't know Sophia that well. Her and I never really had a relationship after the show aired we follow each other on Instagram but I'm thinking and I'm very curious if she actually would be okay with a man being flirty like Tom is getting other women's numbers doing all that I have to like I'm curious because I'm saying it right now I would not be okay with that that is not something I would ever accept in a relationship ever
0: yeah yeah no yeah it's all bad they walk away with his arm around her waist, and then he picks her up like a princess. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, Tom. Corey and Amanda, they're in their cowboy hats, a little cute aesthetic. She says, it's a scary thought that she brought you here in hopes to lose you. Um, And then he kind of says, like, the fact that she was willing to risk that says something already. Yeah, just side note,
1: real quick. she I, Let the record show – that I did not force this man to go on the island. He had a choice. He wanted to do it. I'm so sick of that shit. Like, it was my idea. I did not make you. Yeah. You could have said no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. No, I said that. Yeah. I said the same thing about Evan because he used to tell everybody that, like, she brought me here. It's like, bitch, you're a grown ass man. Like, I didn't sign I brought contract. the, I presented the idea <laughs> to you.
1: But after that. <laughs> Babe we were hand in hand in this shit Like I'm so sick of that She was willing to lose me Okay Yeah. I mean I get it but also It's beating a dead horse We both agreed to do do it Yes it was like Mm. it was my idea I pushed it in the beginning But then we both agreed to it And you were equally excited And then when the show aired You were very excited you did the show
0: (laughs) Yeah 100% Stop that shit (laughs) <laughs> i'm done. she appreciates him opening up and he finds it so easy to talk to her and he can be himself she says keep on being yourself because i like you he's super giggly um she's like you're gonna make me blush now too and he says he feels like he's getting a texas accent with the hat low-key i picked up on that i low-key was like why is he talking in a, in a texas Blussy. accent at that, like for a second, he said like y'all, and like it just sounded like a little Texan vibe. Also, why are they talking about Texas? Because I knew that you and him briefly moved to Texas, but weren't you guys living in San Diego by the like at that time? And isn't he from Vegas? Like, why are they She's talking about Texas. Texas right now? Oh, yeah. okay, that She's- makes sense. I was
2: like very She's confused. from
1: Texas <laughs> or lives in Texas and one or the other and then they were on the horses wearing the hats like i think it was like
0: okay Imagine. That,
1: it just, it was, i was like why are they just roguely
0: talking we're about from like, right new york now? he's in vegas and they're just like i know i was like this is so weird like you guys are taking this cowboy hat situation to a whole other level <laughs> okay like we're really role-playing oh right? my god I was just so confused. So, anything that you would like to say about that little cute Mm. moment? No, I have more
1: to say in other moments they have. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So, of course, we're on a soccer Which I also let the record show, like, this was not my idea. We don't know... Like, we don't know what our dates are until we literally pull up to them. They do not tell us in the car ride over. Like, we don't know. And then, of course, it's soccer. And I'm like, Jesus. (laughs) Like,
0: now people are going to come at me for this (laughs) shit, too. (laughs) And for, like, Kristen and Juwan, Juwan, right? Yeah. Poor them. Like, they're just like, damn. Like, we have to play soccer for the day? (laughs) I mean, I'll be honest.
1: Like, the idea was cute. But it was probably the worst date. Like even even me who played soccer, it was probably the worst date. And then yeah, picture like poor Kristen's probably like, what the hell? Like why? You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Was driving the golf carts fun though? Like I would love to just like speed drive. Yeah, it
1: was. It was fun, (laughs) but it wasn't like the 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 pro the cons definitely outweighed the pros. It was just
0: strange. (laughs) i'm like looking for the light at the end of the tunnel it was the golf course.
1: like not even it was a lot of uh stop and go
0: oh i'm dead so you say that you and Shaq are on completely different pages and you're building a con- uh-huh. wow i can't talk and you're building a connection with evan and you guys all of you seem like you're having a lot of fun i know we just kind of made fun of the date a little bit but it looked like you guys were all having a good well, time
1: yeah it was fun just like the four of us had fun together <laughs>
0: Just like hanging out together, but the date was like, yeah. And
1: I will say, like, when I said that, me and Evan were forming a connection. It was that was one of those prompted, you
0: know, lines. Of course it was. See, I was so fucking careful about that. And it used to annoy the shit out of the producers because they would give me a prompt and to say it. And I'm like, no fam like I ain't saying that shit are you kidding I was like like, I'll say it like this and they would try to like trip me up and get me to say shit and I was like there's no fucking way I'm saying that right now you guys are tripping if you think that's coming out of my mouth I think I was (laughs) just at a point where I was like
1: just sure have it have have this little clip right
0: have this little yeah this little sound bite okay Kristen she feels very comfortable with Juwan he admits that she doesn't open up with anybody and that that was his first impression of her because she asked him like what his first impression was there's a lot of stuff that is going on in her personal life or has gone in her in her life that she's not ready to open up about yet she's confident that she will get there and just I put that Juwan is very sweet like I think he's a really sweet guy he was
1: cool he was really cool he was another one that like once you started talking to you you realize that you had stuff in common with,
0: yeah, okay. Julian is on the date with Maya, and he is going on and on about how she is just incredible, intelligent, mature, independent, and spending time with a woman like her has actually helped him realize what he already has in Kristen, and Maya reminds him a lot of Kristen. He appreciates how Maya is one of the only people in the house who seems like she's genuinely trying to get to know him because everybody else sees him like meat, man. I freaking get that. Okay, Alexis and Kendall, they're on a boat talking Mm -hmm. about dessert. (laughs) She's talking in her sexy little sweet voice that she does. When he starts feeding her the strawberries and she says that she doesn't like opening up her mouth up like that and then he jokes about it that gave me the yeah
1: (laughs) well she also he's like do you like white or dark chocolate
0: dark and she says dark chocolate and then this part he was like dang you took that like a pro Mm -hmm. after like he fed her the strawberry and then she was like i'll take the dark chocolate like a pro all the time i'm about to say something that's controversial but fuck it i'm gonna say it it's giving fetish Like it's giving like black guy fetish. Interesting. I didn't
1: get that vibe. I got more like she's very quick with the one with the one liners, and it it doesn't matter what it is. It's
0: okay. Maybe but no. I maybe, mean, yeah. I, I she. <laughs> I'm just like I just feel like that's such a weird thing to say like in I don't know I'm just like eh, it was a little weird I'll take the dark chocolate like a pro all the time it's just like okay girl like it was relax a lot. it was
1: a little out of pocket but I also <laughs> a little I feel like pocket. they're both trying to like match each other's energy and Kendall Kendall yeah, like sure. has given off the vibe like he wants like oh, like a woman who knows what she wants and who's assertive or whatever. So I almost yeah. feel like she's she's really trying to like rope him in and, and let him know yeah. she's down for whatever. Um, I'm more picked yeah. up on the fact that like she always has a sexual comment to say back right away. I'm like, always. I would be like Marble Mouth. Like, I don't know. It takes me like two to four business days to process things. And she's over here like, whipping these one-liners out and i'm like damn like no, no yeah. thought behind it it's it's impressive
0: i i was gonna that's what i was just gonna say i was like damn yeah. it's, it's kind of impressive like i said like her mm-hmm. flirting skills like yeah. she's yeah i mean and then
1: when you're talking to a guy like also, kendall that's what they want to hear so it works
0: oh yeah she's feeding the <laughs> shit out of his ego this whole trip she's just like yeah she's feeding that ego like it's never oh, been yeah. fed before I would say production, they would have them feeding each other strawberries. Like, that does not even surprise me. Someone in production was like, obviously, Alexis and Kendall no stra- were giving them a bowl of strawberries and seeing what those two were going to do with
1: them. But then I'm also, like, picturing <laughs> myself eating strawberries like that. And in no way, shape, or form would it look anything like the way Alexis did. Like, kudos to her taking it like a champ because I would look foul
0: <laughs> trying to be sexy eating the strawberries. no. I have, com- I have confidence in you. We can have you eaten. I'm yeah, so you saw awkward. About lips, I just man. make everything a joke. Like, I feel like I would be like,
1: I would like laugh and like spit it in his face <laughs> yeah. on accident and be like, oh, fuck. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> facts. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Also, side note, was he braiding her hair? on the boat i'm pretty sure he was because i put in my notes it reminds me of 50 shades of gray when she like has to kneel on the floor and the dude christian gray braids her hair before he I don't takes her in the red room The scene though when yeah he's they're sitting on the boat and she's sitting down in front of him and he's braiding her hair and then later at the talent show her hair oh. is still in the braids it literally reminded me of Fifty Shades of Grey because I was like, the only other man I know who braids hair that quick is and Christian Grey. And we know the Grey. outcome with
1: that, so
0: <laughs> oh, Wait, my maybe God. that was foreshadowing
1: because the outcome ends up being.
0: No, I'm like 99.9% sure he, he braided her hair on the boat, and that's why I was still in braids He later. probably
1: did, and that was probably another like weird way of trying to control her.
0: Like I'm going to yeah. braid your hair and you're going to wear it the rest Loki. of the night. Yeah, man. You're <laughs> going to wear it the rest of the night. Okay, guys villa. The guys get back from their dates and all the single girls start throwing balloons on them. Tula announces that there's going to be a talent show. Mm-hmm. Woo! First up is Nicole with a K, and the guys are the judges of this whole talent show. This is this is a vibe. Yeah. I I liked this little little thing. Um they announced that she's gonna do a little dance break moment. She does a cartwheel, lands in the splits, then does the middle split, a little twerk. And I'm just saying everyone, I did it first. Like, I, <laughs> I did been it first there, on that. Season one. I I created that trend. So everyone just shout know. out to me. I'll be the
1: first to say I could never do that shit.
0: <laughs> i yes, a, flexi- you could. Oh, I'm you a cartwheel. Do a car sure,
1: I'm not flexible. I can't do a split. Are you kidding me? my legs would tear in
0: (laughs) half (laughs) i was so fucking dead she did a great job though i was impressed like i was like okay cartwheel straight into the split no hesitation like roll into the middle split i was critiquing i was like girl you're doing it you did it all (laughs) correct (laughs) good job five stars gold trophy the guys are all giggling after her little split twerk Sophia cracks me up. Her talent is licking her elbow, which, low key, that's a talent. Okay, I, I can't either. do that. Are you There's no effing no. way I could do that. Alexis's talent is honestly uh, on brand. She pulls <laughs> an elite <laughs> power move, a Hail Mary, yeah. and
1: it
2: worked.
0: Yeah. Uh, it I in her. You- I it was so good. She's like, my talent is making the first move. She walked up with confidence. She grabbed his face, tilted his head back, and made out with him like her life depended on it. Everyone's screaming. And I will say, they're like really making out. I was like zooming in on it. I was like, damn, they're going at it right now. This is yes. some built-up tension that That's is being what I'm released like, it right It
1: worked out now. in her favor because he was like, all on board like let's do this like no hesitation it could have went like no hesitation the two of them yes it's very like that outcome was like highly predictable however there is that chance where it's like the yeah. still like back up you know what i mean type situation nope it worked out
0: no the way she went in man it's just yeah she went in full force confident she was like this dude is gonna make out with Power her right race. now and they – it was in sync, man. It was in sync. I was really, like, watching. I was like, is this, like, awkward at all? Nah. They're, like, perfectly in sync. It's like real. It was great. I was like, okay. <laughs> you're killing it. <laughs> um, okay. And then Corey – okay, I will say I'm – this – Corey cracked me up. He was like it, – it I literally wrote like, in my notes. Like, you're so...
1: adorable, but, like, what are you trying to say, my guy? Like, I love – Watching it's it, like, I'm I actually am, like, he's so stinking cute. Like, it's adorable. I get what he's trying to say, <laughs> but, like, his, like, um, catchphrases and, like, the weird little, like, things he says, yeah. they're always, like, off. Like, it's always, like, one word that's, like, not the right word. And it's always, like, trying to say these, like, popular phrases. Yeah. But it's it's the <laughs> – is just off always. Like, I mean, we're in a pressure cooker. He like last episode so... said pressure cooker. It's like, why?
0: He comes up with these like funny little phrases. Like, I literally died. He's like, it hit it just hit me like a shock when he saw like Alexis and Kendall um uh, making out. And he was like, connections are definitely being made. Yeah, no shit. Look at yeah. them making out next to you. Kendall obviously gives Alexis mm-hmm. a 10, which he yeah. freaking better. And then we're back to the girls' villa. You guys are having a pillow fight. This yeah, looks but low key so
1: bad when I, me and Dave, like went and jumped on the pillows. Well, oh, yeah, I bet it you have was like painful. no cushion. I was like, "Fuck, that just ruined my night."
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah, that's no good. Um, so Chelsea, she takes Blake away to talk, and she kind of jokes with him. Um. Oh, yeah. When she's walking away and she's, like, kind of joking with him because he's walking so far ahead of her. And she's like, like, can you wait, Jesus? And he's walking in front of her. That's a big red flag for me when a guy is walking fast in front of you like that. I don't like that. That's, like, something that I've had Mm -hmm. my exes do. And that's you walk next to me. And also, side note, everyone, if your man does or any man you're interested in does not know the Mm -hmm. sidewalk rule red flag you guys girls ladies women men whoever's listening the side rock rule the man walks on the side closest to the street the curb the woman walks on the inside it should be a no-brainer it's bare minimum your mom should have taught you that and so you <laughs> should should dad. know this that's shit. all I have to say no I mean <laughs> but yeah walking really in front of me that's major fucking red flag I and that's that. actually scientifically yes. I'm not saying that it's a, that it's um Blake is a narcissist. No. That is a sign of narcissism. I literally so, read somewhere front.
1: where it was like if you like signs that your partner is like I don't want to say necessarily cheating but like toxic, toxic. or like or like like denying like of trying to pretend that you guys aren't a couple is like if you like go to Target or whatever and he's always like walking in front of you or like trying to go in different aisles like even if people yep. aren't necessarily watching, it's a psychological thing he does. He's, he's now like his brain is mapped to yep. walk in front of you. It was like the weirdest thing. I was like, holy shit. I didn't even think about that.
0: Yeah. And I've, I've like read articles and talked to therapists about how it's not even just a sign of toxicity and like cheating. It's a sign of like it's a symptom of narcissism. Like every narcissist ever will walk wow. in front of their partner. Every single one. And the reason why is that it's crazy. Like uh-huh. body language and is nuts. But basically what they're doing by walking in front of you, it's it's showing you with their body language that they're ahead of you. And it's wow. belittling you. It's making you yeah. feel like you're behind them. You're beneath them. And they're the ones that are like front, center, in oh charge. God, and yo. you're beneath them. I could
1: them. never be with a band who needs more attention than me. Absolutely not. That's disgusting. <laughs>
0: I'm dead. So yeah, the whole him like walking way in front of her and her having to joke around and tell him to slow down. I was like, mm, kind of a red flag. I'm not not a fan of him, but yeah, I red flag. Am
1: breaking these episodes down based off of what we're watching, but like in in the real world, I'm not a fan of Blake. Like, like literally, fuck Blake. But okay. I'm I'm being like literally fuck Blake. I'm basing it off of what we're watching. I don't want to be you know I don't want to be we're like, watching.
0: <sighs> yeah. In this yes. moment, based on what we're watching, we're yeah. still cool with Blake. Except this first moment, this was the first thing that I was like, eh, I've seen that before. Yeah, and I just the way the he turns thing. around. Also, Not-
1: like, I feel like every time he goes in confessional, yeah. this is a side note, like, he just looks hot and bothered. Like, sweaty, like,
0: like what the fuck? Yeah, he he's do? always he pissed. So... Chelsea did she is she the one that said it wasn't feeling real enough for me so yeah. I wasn't going to waste yeah. my time okay so she tells him that and she's basically just explaining that she doesn't like how he's uh-huh. so worried about everyone else and she thinks he's really concentrated on how his image is perceived and that he wants everyone to think yeah. he's like this amazing guy and it's coming and off a I little ag- bit. Fake. I
1: agree with that because Beat. I was in the house and he was doing that. He really was doing that. He was so worried about okay. everyone else. He wanted to be the shoulder for everyone, but it was it was almost too much. It it did come off like phony. And I agree with her where it was Weird. like you're way yeah. too up in everyone's business. Like, why are you trying to yeah, control yeah, everyone? you tried
0: controlling
1: everyone. Weird.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's not good. I will say, I'm gonna own it right now. The, all of this drama that we're about to go through—it yeah. kind of annoyed Do me. Do you want to also so help me fill it? Help me fill in the gaps on this because my notes are sparse. Because I was okay. just like annoyed I'm, with try, the drama. I'll try, but
1: I also don't know where I was when this happened. Like, obviously, I have my notes and stuff. But, like, I'm trying to picture where I
0: was when the drama happened. So, after Chelsea kind of lets him know all of that, he's completely speechless. He confesses that he has feelings for her. And she immediately rolls her eyes and is kind of smirking at him. Which I'm not going to lie. I didn't like that so much. The rolling the eyes right after he said that. See, but
1: I think it was one of those things where he was trying to just deflect yeah like he sees I, her upset yeah. so he's like that's a shame because I was just starting to like you like it's like it
0: that's I don't that's know, I kind it. of that's kind of facts I do kind of yeah you're right you are right
1: I, I just picture like every like horrible relationship I've ever been in with like a manipulator or like yeah a narcissist and I I think about like every time I would try to like break up or distance myself or like try to call him out it would always just be like like I wanted to marry you or like yeah like weird (laughs) shit to like reel me back in and I'd be like oh okay well okay Okay. you say you say you want to marry me so I guess that makes up for you literally sleeping with a lacrosse player when I was out traveling for soccer I'm
0: okay (laughs) just like that makes sense the math math is obviously mathing he
1: says he wants to marry me guys so it doesn't matter that like while i was literally playing my game he was fucking someone else that's fine oh god i'm so sorry mom if you're listening this has been a lot of f-bombs dropped on my end
0: i know right oh actually side note this another random little tangent some people have been in the dms or like leaving comments they're like oh my god like i can't believe like Aaron doesn't even have it's tempting in her bio. Anymore. Oh my God, I forgot to put it up. Fuck, I'm sorry. You will have to put it up if you don't want to. I was going to explain why. It's, yeah, but, like, now that we're –
1: like, now that we started up again, I feel like I you'll should put it, back. put it back. But we weren't recording for, like, a month and
0: a half. But, yeah, guys, so I don't – But will accept- put it up if you're comfortable. Like, I want – that's what I wanted to say is, like, I am totally fine with it not being up yeah. based on the reason that you'll yeah. explain. So
1: without going into too much detail, like, obviously, I don't really like to talk about, like,
0: like yeah. work
1: and stuff. But – um. I work with children with autism and behavioral problems, and they're in middle school. So, yeah. unfortunately, sometimes they go home and look me up and stuff. And one of my students actually found my Instagram. Yeah. And it had its tempting pot on it. And that page is not private. So, yeah. when you go to that, and then now they're clicking on links of me, you know. Cursing or me and Casey talking about dating and exes all that. It's just again, it's a slippery slope, and my job (laughs) knows that I did the show. It's not that I'm worried about that. I'm more worried about like my students. Yeah. I I don't, you know, I I care so much about them, I don't want them seeing that or hearing some stuff. So when Casey and I weren't recording for like a month and a half, and my student had approached me about my Instagram and stuff. That's when I took it down. So I was like, okay, like if any more people see it, they'll click that and they'll be able to get more Yeah. now that we're up and running again.
0: But I even told you like, if you're not comfortable with it, because you guys, this podcast is even on like Spotify and Apple podcasts. It's literally like explicit because yeah, we're dropping some bombs. We're talking about very mature things. We're talking about partying. We're talking about sex. It's not kid friendly. So that is why, you guys, there's a very valid reason. So if she does not feel comfortable having it in her bio, completely understandable. So I I just wanted to say that.
1: I also feel like with summer coming up, it's like this is a good time for it to go back up if that makes sense. But
0: This is true. But only do it when you feel like you're ready, not because we get weird DMs from stupid people. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So he asks her to let him speak for himself, and she, oh, he asks her, he was like, who are you being manipulated by? And then he hopes that she has enough, this is a quote, wits and radar about her that she would know that these guys like to stir the pot, and she wants him to prove her wrong. Uh Uh-huh he says that someone has been in her ear and there's a snake in the house and he will play those games if he needs to. And then there's three guys in the kitchen alone. It looks like it's Tommy, Dave and Evan. Tommy says something about Ten Toes Tommy. What the fuck is Ten Toes Tommy? What does that even mean?
1: I think he's saying like literally like I'm Ten Toes Tommy. Like I I, like
0: what the Everything fuck? Is this about an me Coast is East Coast thing? Is this a Jersey thing? No, I... on me? it's a weird, like douche
1: thing. Like I feel <laughs> like <if> we... <laughs> I was like, is it an East Coast <laughs> thing in New Jersey? Thing? You're like, no, it's a weird douche thing. I just feel like if you're the type of person who needs to convince everyone you're a certain type of way, yeah. you're not that way. Like, I'm the realest in this house. I'm the realest one. You're actually the fakest. Like, that's how it always is. And, yeah. I mean, I grew up, listen, I grew up watching Bad Girls Club. I don't know if you ever watched it. I
0: was addicted to Bad Girls Club. I loved that shit. Love,
1: love, love. But it reminds (laughs) me, it was always the ones who were the loudest, like, I'm the realist, that we're the ones going behind everyone's back, being sneaky. Yeah, that we're, yeah, like we're
0: shit-talking everybody, is starting fights.
1: Exactly. If you're constantly telling people, like, you're, you're a certain way about yourself, that's because you know that on your own, they won't feel that way about you. And you have to constantly tell them to try to convince them. That's how I look at it. I mean, I don't know. And I think he was, like, dead set in that, in that little closet being like, you guys know like I'm so real, right? Like come on, tell me I'm I'm not fake, right? Like I keep it 100. Like I'm 10 toes Tommy, right? Tell me. Like it's like okay, like yeah, you are. Jesus Christ. Like relax.
0: But dude, the 10 toes Tommy.
1: <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? I can't get past it. I'm like what? I would fucking die if he actually <laughs> had like 9 toes. <laughs> Bitch. You <right. laughs>
0: Like, you know me. I'm nine Tommy. <laughs> like, I just could never take a man seriously if he's in a kitchen calling himself ten toes Tommy. <laughs> I'd be like, No, please don't ever utter that phrase again. Like, oh my god! I don't know what it means, but I don't like it. <laughs>
1: I don't like. Regardless, I don't fucking like it. I don't, I don't
0: fuck with it, no. it at all. Oh my god. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I got out of that. Really, was ten, ten Tommy. my last note is so funny i was like tommy says something about being 10 toes tommy evan agrees i'm really not sure what that means i just like but but that's
1: that's what cracks me up about this scene is that the guys are like flustered like evan like and and dave seem a little like nerve like scared like they're like like okay you're 10 toes tommy like what the fuck he seemed like he was like on like I don't I'm know. I'm saying it, it right
0: now. There's no way I'm not naming this episode Tendo. Tentos. Tentos. <laughs> fuck. Bring some more. <laughs> oh my god. I have tears streaming down my face right now. I'm so dead. Okay. Um. Let's see. Tom is saying that he's never told a lie. Evan is validating him. Tom is just going on and on about how he doesn't give a fuck. He's not scared of nobody. Oh, my God. I literally have tears streaming down my face. I can feel them dripping on my chin. (sighs) Okay. This is all. So now we're going back to when Chelsea asked Tom what everyone in the house thought of Blake. And he was honest and let her know that everyone thinks he's fake. Right. This is what this is all stemming from. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Blake walks up to Alex, so mm-hmm. he walks up to a different group of, of da- guys than the group that we were just on. See, this is why I'm ge- I like had a hard time with this because it's like too much drama and bullshit. It's like different groups of people, like just a lot is yeah. going on. But I think it
1: like does show it like it almost kind of shows what Chelsea's talking about, like
0: it, a thousand percent is showing. You, what she's talking about
1: why are you worried about what these guys think about you if you're so into Chelsea. If you're here to find love, if you're whatever, then why do you care? Like, you're literally going up to Alex and like whispering in his ear, like, hey, like, bro, like, like yeah. do you think I'm fake? It's like, who gives a shit? If I have yeah. a connection with someone on that island, I'm not giving a fuck what anyone says about me. Cause I'm Nothing. I'm winning here. Like, you guys are miserable. And,
0: and, Like, I'm not there for any of those. Like, I'm not, if I was a single on the show, I'm not there for the single girls, Right. okay? I'm there for the guy that I'm having a connection with. I don't give a fuck what any of these single girls think about me. I don't care if anyone's saying that I'm fake. The only person I care about is the guy that I'm connecting with. And if he's saying that he's getting fake vibes from me, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm so sorry. That is not my intention. Like, what have I been doing to make you feel that way? And I'm going to try to correct it.
1: That's what I mean. I I just know that. From my understanding, when the guys would go back to their little, like, bunk bed rooms in the hotel, like, they would apparently all talk so much shit on us, all of I'm them. Sure. And I think Blake would say things about Chelsea, and, like, Griffin was saying shit about me, and it was, like, you know, it was one of those things where, like, all, like a lot of the guys were talking shit about Kristen because they thought that she wasn't there for the right reason, like, she wasn't opening up. Like, we, we heard through the grapevine that these guys fucking hated us, so it was, like, Yeah. And then they would present themselves nice, so it was hard. Like, I heard yeah. things about Shaq, but then he was so nice to me. And I am be- I, Team Shaq, regardless. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you would hear things about everyone. So I'm pretty sure, though, Blake would go back and say things,
0: poor <sighs> like, not good
1: things about Chelsea and all of us and stuff. So it was like, yeah, okay, Tom, I get where you're coming from. You probably see a different side of him. Alex, yeah, you too. But you guys are no better.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no. We get
1: into that, but like the way they like talk about like Chelsea so like in a oh, degrading
0: way. Yeah, like, I'm a, I had issues with that scene the first time I watched it, and now I have issues with it again. It's just like yeah. bro, who raised you guys? Yeah, like truly, like no offense to your parents, but like bro, like what did you guys do? How did you raise these men like this? It's disgusting. Yeah. So Blake, he walks up to Alex and asks if he thinks that he's ingenuine and fake. And Alex, it has a kind of a long pause, and I'm not going to lie, that kind of says it all. He because he paused for a minute, and then he says that he doesn't think he's um, ingenuine and fake, but that there are situations that you can kind of take advantage of, and that he doesn't blame him.
1: He huh? finishes
0: off with admitting that this is not his business, and I was like. That's grown-ass man energy right there. I I felt like that was a very
1: fair (laughs) observation. And that's the side of Alex where it's like none of us ever saw. He was constantly joking and, like, trying to be super, like, southern and cowboy. And it was very – because even when him and I get in our argument in, in, you know, later episodes, I'm not kidding, that same day, like – four hours prior to our fight, him and I went on, like, he took me, Erica, Kristen, I don't know if he took Chelsea. I can't remember. I mean, we'll find out on like mini dates at the house. It was cute. Like, you know what Aww, I mean? As, that like, is really friends. Cute. And him and I, like, we had like a really, actually, I don't even want to say we had a really good conversation because it was, it was all joking. It was all, you know, him putting on this act. And then all of a sudden he's confronting me like four hours later about me like withholding how I actually feel and like all this stuff. And I'm thinking you had a moment where you were alone with me. You had every opportunity to ask me, but now that you have a crowd and you're looking over my shoulder for like, you know, validation and you're looking behind me and getting hyped up by the guys that are standing behind me. You have a crowd. Now you're trying to call me out. Well, we can let's I'll go I'm 10 toes Tommy. Let's go head to head. You will not win this fight. I'm sorry. Like, you well won't. maybe that's what Tendos Tommy means. Maybe it means he's ready to fight. I think it is. I think it's like I literally I think it's like everything about me is real down to my toes. Like I'm literally head to toe real. But I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like I'll go toe to toe with you, Alex. Yeah. Call me out. Ten- we were on a date 20 minutes ago and you could have yeah. done it appropriately.
0: Yeah, that is weird. Tento's Strange. Aaron.
1: That was a great fight though. I wish they aired more of it. I loved I was saying some good shit.
0: Yeah, that's crazy that he did that. That's out of pocket. Yeah, it was wild. So then we, this is where Blake the fake nickname comes in. Uh-huh. This is when we hear it for the first time. Blake is upset. He kind of like walks away from the whole situation. He's kind of cussing a lot. And then Shaq is sitting down with him. Shaq is kind of egging him on. And... um. Shaq is also observing what's going on like back in the house. Mm-hmm. And he's telling Blake what everything is going, what everything that's going down. He's being like a little spy. Yes. Blake asks Shaq why he's not calling them out. Yeah. And Shaq pauses for a second. And then he's like, yeah, be right back, bro. And I put yikes in all caps. Did
1: you not find that to be so weird? He literally said, Oh so weird. Shaq, go call them out on talking shit on me. And then I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to dip out real quick. You go handle my my business, and I'm gonna yeah. go go to the bathroom. What? And then it pans over to him sitting on the couch when Shaq's getting eaten alive by these guys, and then Erica yeah. comes over and Blake's just sitting there. I'm thinking, like, Casey, imagine if if I was fighting with someone and I was like, Casey, go, 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 tell them that I'm not wrong. <laughs> and then I went and hid in the bathroom. What the? F- I'm, I'm like, bitch, I'm coming to the bath. I'm hiding in the bathroom with you. What the fuck? don't leave me out here with these fucking crazy that's people what I'm saying. and shaq literally goes yeah I'll, i'm gonna go and it's like it didn't even involve you shaq like blake literally set him up to just handle set his business up.
0: yeah no that was really weird that was really weird i didn't like that at all i didn't like i didn't like the fact that blake put it on him like that because mm-hmm. that's obviously not your boy Mm-mm. and i also didn't like that shaq was just like okay yeah Like, bro, like be like, nah, like I ain't get involved in this shit. I also find it very weird that Blake has no
1: issue confronting Chelsea about the problem. Who's saying I'm fake? Why are you calling me fake? Blah, blah, blah. Blake, you know who's saying it. Why are you not man enough to go talk to the man who said it? Why are you constantly going to Chelsea about it or talking about these guys behind their back with Shaq? They're literally in the house. They're not even 10 feet away. Go confront them. Why have you not confronted? First of all, Tommy, let's start with Tommy. He's the one who started all this. He's literally in the house with you. Why are you scared of him? And then you have Trent and Rocky now saying shit about you. Go confront them. I'm so confused. But then it pans over to him confronting Chelsea, making Chelsea uncomfortable. It's like, what kind of man does that? Like you're going for the easiest target. And I'm not saying Chelsea's an easy target because I feel like she defended herself very well. But, like, yeah, I think so too. you're only, like, you you literally, there's one female saying the same thing five other men are saying, and you're going after her. It's weak. Yeah. It's, like, I don't like that shit.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. And then Shaq, he's over mixed up in this bullshit. He's saying, I'm trying to be the good guy and trying to be composed. Savage Shaq might start coming out. <laughs> shaq walks up things explode we already we kind of touched on this but erica gets involved Uh and then i literally put on my notes i was like it's too much to even write notes everything that's happening right now i asked i put on my notes to have you explain but i feel like you're doing a good job explaining as we go on yeah shaq tells erica not to touch him Uh erica and shaq start getting into it And it's, yeah, this whole, this was when I started getting (laughs) really annoyed. I literally put in my notes, I was like, I'm annoyed by all of this. Dot, 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 dot.
1: (laughs) So I don't know where I was for the situation. I was not involved. I was nowhere near them. But this is basically what happened. Shaq goes over to confront the guys. And they're basically saying, like, this is not about you. Like, we're not calling you fake. You know, Blake's fake. And Shaq's like, how? Like, how is he fake? And Trent, Trent and Rocky are just, like, going back and forth, like, and then Shaq's raising his voice. And I think what happened was because Chelsea was standing so close to Shaq in the moment, Erica mm-hmm. looked over and all she sees is him raising his voice and, you know, moving his arms in Chelsea's face.
0: Gotcha. So then she
1: comes over to like to kind of defend Chelsea. Like, why are you raising your voice ch- to Chelsea? Yeah. And he's like, this is not your business. And Erica's like, well, it's not your business either. And to be fair, it was neither of their businesses. However, yeah, true. if you're raising, my, like, your voice to my girl, I'm getting involved as well. It was yeah, just a misunderstanding, 100%. though, because Shaq, Shaq and um, Chelsea were very close. So yeah. I think, like, it was taken out of context where I get where Erica was coming from, but she didn't hear exactly what was being said. She kind of just yeah. assumed yeah, and I don't think Shaq would ever actually yell at Chelsea. They were very close. No, I, I don't. At the I don't other, yeah, he was yelling at the other two, and everyone was talking loud with their hands and stuff. So basically, that happened, and
0: and when he said to Erica not to touch her, like I can relate to that. Like I've been in moments where I've been like really fucking heated. And, like, if someone touches me, I'll be, like, yo, like, do not touch me right now. Even if I, like, really care about the person or I'm friends and I don't mean anything by it. I'm not trying to start shit with you. But it's just, like, I've definitely been in moments where I've been really heated. Like, I almost got in a really bad, like, fight at cheer practice in college. And I'd have, like, people hold me back and shit. And I was, like, oh, don't fucking touch me. Yeah, Like, that, no, that type of shit. I don't like that either. I think that, I think that was the same thing. I think he was uh-huh. just really heated and it was just, like, yo, like, everyone stay off of me right now. Yeah um okay everyone comes together in a circle yeah this is my point like Like, blake why can
1: you yeah you can only confront the situation when there's a crowd around that's number one and number two you're going for who in your mind is the weakest person confront the guys dude like you're a guy this is weird
0: yeah He asks Chelsea in front of everyone who's chirping in her ear saying that he's fake. She explains, and again, I loved her answer. I loved how she handled this. She explains that no one is telling her this, and she's just observing and noticing his Uh behavior, which I will say it's a tiny bit of a white lie because people did tell her, and then she took that and then observed. Yeah. So – that is one thing I noticed, but I still liked how she handled all of this because I was like, okay, but like people did kind of chirp in your ear a little bit. Yeah. Um, he explains that he's just been trying to respect her and her space because she does still have a boyfriend. She gets upset that he's turning things around and twisting it onto her, which I, I understand that he is definitely deflecting away from what's going on with him. You
1: also literally told her you liked her. So I'm confused. Which is it? Are you respecting her space? and that was the issue I had with Shaq. It was obviously like a little lighter than this situation, but I'm like he was kept telling me he was respecting the boundaries I was setting and then he was constantly crossing them. So which is it? Yeah. So same thing with Blake. It's like nothing you're doing is like giving her space. You're telling her you, you like her. You're like fueling this like dream, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. So like you're not pick a lane. Yeah, you're not giving her space. You're not respecting it. Like, yeah, you're just no. re- literally in everyone's business. Like that. That is a personality flaw. Like, let it go. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, let it go. She is really pissed and telling him not to play with her. And then Blake randomly brings Griffin into it. And then Blake says that he thinks that she has bad radar. And what did I put in my notes? I put how did they go from he's fake. And she's not pl- – oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. But I'm sure we'll just watch it as we develop. Because Blake is who she went on her overnight date with, right? hmm So that's why I was kind of wondering, like, how the hell did they go from this huge blowout where he's, like, fake and he gives her anxiety to, like, going on the overnight date? But we'll just gradually yeah, you'll, recap you'll see over time. And also, okay. like,
1: the guys make it so easy but also hard to, like, choose – who to pick because they're horrible and it's like you literally are left <laughs> yeah. with like who do I even go to you know what
0: I mean dang see that's so crazy to me because I had the opposite problem it was like I had such good guys left that I felt really horrible sending the ones home that I didn't pick for my overnight date you know
1: no, yeah I didn't feel that way at all and I don't want to say like I picked Juan because I was like stuck with him because he was he was cool like I actually really liked Juwan. Yeah. Um, but like these guys were not like good guys. I'm sorry. And I would put my house on that. Every single one of the girls would say the same exact thing. This is not like an Aaron issue. This is not a, she's bitter issue. This is like, we all feel the same way. It was, this is facts. uh, Yeah. This was like literally facts. And also it's like, I'm sorry, this is how you guys presented yourself. Like, I'm not like going to yeah. lie to make myself look better. I already made yeah. myself look a certain way. I did the same damn show. I'm basing it off yeah. of the way that you treated us, the way that you talked to us, and then when the show aired, the way that you reacted to it. So I'm yeah. sorry. And again, I have no hard feelings. It's been two years. However, we're breaking down the episodes. So yeah. I'm going to talk about how I feel about you. You know what I mean? I yeah, have to 100%. ask you real quick, though. Yeah. What is your opinion on Blake trying to ask other people if he thinks he's fake? Because at first I was like, ew, Blake like stop trying to get people involved, stop trying to like throw everyone under the bus. But then I took a step back and I thought about it this way. If people were saying I was talking shit about them, I would want to have a conversation with everyone sitting around being like, "Okay, so she said this about me. You're saying I said this. I never said that." Type thing. You get what I'm saying like yeah, that's where I'm like, Blake. You went about the situation such a wrong, like the wrong way. If you were so convinced that you were not fake, that none of this was happening, that you know these guys are douchebags that are like lying to you, you should have sat Tommy down, Tommy, Evan, Trent, Rocky, whoever, Chelsea, sit, sit us all down. We can have a family meeting and talk about it, and then be like, Yeah, you're saying I said this. I never said that. And then they, you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I understand where he was trying to come from, but he was like trying to, but I also understand where Chelsea was coming from. It's like, don't throw your friend under the bus. However, he should have been like, Tommy, come here. We can yeah. do it in front of everyone. Like, what did I say that made me fake? Because then Tommy, if he has receipts, he'll use them.
0: Yeah. I don't know. What's your take on that? Yeah that's I was just gonna say if I really was in Blake's shoes where like there's a big ass fight like this and every basically the theme of the whole fight is like my character and like if I'm a genuine real human being or not and like I'm talking shit yeah I would be like okay so let's all sit down together like you said what you said what like I want to put let's put the puzzle Uh pieces together because like I'm not gonna have people like talking shit about my character on national television. Right. Like, we're going to get to the bottom of it, and I'm going to come out clear at the end. Exactly. And you guys are going to look like idiots. Yes. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. Like, it's just like, if you really aren't stirring shit up, then you would be able to do that with confidence Uh and it not be a problem.
1: Yep. I agree.
0: You would clear your name real quick, and this whole fight that annoyed the shit out of me wouldn't even be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you. You. <laughs> okay doggy. so now it pans over to jesse and erica they're like in the little cabana jesse tells erica that d- that she did kind of go off on the other guys and jesse is just explaining things in a really like polite way uh-huh. from like the guy's point of view Shaq walks up, apologizes, and Erica accepts his apology, but she does walk away and says, the next time you come for me, it won't be that easy. I love her little sass. I know. I love it. Um, And then this is my note. You're in your own world per usual. You're just, like, doing your thing. I was like, oh, there she is. There's our girl. is eating, too. Like, first it was the popcorn, love- and then you see me, like, dancing in the kitchen,
1: eating yeah. God cheese sticks, I'm sure. Like, what?
0: I was li- literally like, what the hell? There she finally uh-huh. is. Like, where have you been this whole time? Um, the party is back on. Thank God. Thank fucking uh-huh. God that we're done with that whole thing. Chelsea and Tom, they're completely drunk in the fe- confessional. He kisses her on the cheek. She kind of seems down for him. I'm not even gonna lie. And then we see her like twerking on him later, and she can twerk. I was like impressed. I was like, there we go. Oh, yeah, move those hips over. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: Chelsea's a very good dancer.
0: Yeah, no, she I was like, whoa, yeah, she's she knows how to twerk. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they were getting real cozy um, in that confessional though.
0: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you only live once. <laughs> I <was laughs> drunk with a cute boy on Temptation Island alone in a confessional. I would get a little weird too. That's true. That's I would get true. a little I would get a little weird. Okay, guys, Villa, they want to play a game. Oh, the girls want to play a game where every time the guys mention their girl's name, they have to take a shot. Kendall is in the confessional with three or four girls. At first, I thought it was three girls, and then like a fourth one popped out in the back corner. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> and I do think that's like a little squad, like from season three. They all are like still best friends, from my understanding. Okay.
0: That- okay, that's cute. Yeah. Then. Um, so, yeah, they're with four girls. The three that I know for sure was Alexis, Nicole, and Katrina. And then Grace. Grace all, was the fourth. And Grace, she was the one that popped out of the back. I, yeah.
1: Right? I actually like Grace. We follow each other on social media. Like, she seems cool. Aw, Yeah, based cute. off that. Yep.
0: They're all kissing each other. It's a cute little vibe. <laughs> I then, just
1: want to know. Like, picture if it was, like, Tom in the confessional. Would they still be kissing each other? If it was Corey in the confessional. Like, there's no, no. way they would
0: no nah. like i just think that's, it's so funny that's, can you imagine Corey just sitting there no, like, I, it, hit, I, it hit me like a shock in All these girls, i feel like they
1: would be like oh he's so cute look at him look how cute he is like but not kissing each other they'd be like like i feel like their personalities would change and i we all do it i would too like how do you act, you act different with different people you know what i mean but like i just yeah, picture yeah. like someone else in the confessional they would not be doing all that julian shit. yeah
0: no <laughs> Kendall wasted in that confessional yeah. too by the way i was like oh shit yeah, he's fucked up um <laughs> cory takes amanda to the side and he talks about how seeing Kendall and alexis like making out made him realize that things can move hot and heavy really quickly uh-huh. he is not at that point at all and it makes him worried that you could be at that point right And then Amanda opens up about how in her last relationship, instead of being able to look the person in the eyes and just like end things with them and say that she couldn't continue, she was looking for a way out. And then in the confessional, she says about you that you are really relying on Corey to fix you, which isn't fair. And then I put thoughts.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like watching it like this time around, I didn't like – The fact that she said she was basically insinuating that the reason I brought Corey there was because I wasn't like woman enough to break up with him to his face, with him, yeah, and I was looking for a way out. And again, like I'm trying to play devil's advocate in a sense where, okay, she's basing it off of literally what he's being, what she's being told, Um, yeah. But I didn't appreciate that because I'm like, that's, that's not true. And I feel like I've always been very open and honest as to like why I came on the show and it wasn't for a way out because if it was for a way out, I'd be acting like Kendall doing all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. As far as the, like, she's wanting Corey to fix her. I think that it was actually quite the opposite where I was trying so hard to fix him But there was no fixing because he doesn't need to be fixed. He's his own person as I'm my own person. So I wasn't relying on him or hoping he would change me and fix me. I actually was staying. I stayed way too long into that relationship because I thought I could fix him. And then going on the show, I realized that there were things I needed to fix about myself. So it was never like I need him to change me. Um, but again like I get where she's coming from like I just don't agree
0: I respect that you know I don't I don't agree either being your friend I just feel like she ends it what like
1: it just again seemed like one of those
0: situations where she's like low-key talking shit about you to win a guy over yeah
1: and it, it seems I don't know if it's because it's Corey and he's very genuine and he's got the tears in his eyes and she's like playing into it or if she's actually like like, this good person I really don't know however it does seem very genuine what she's saying but sis I feel like you're also trying to like plant that bug where it's like let me tell you about your girlfriend because I know what she's actually trying to do and it's like but you don't So I don't know. It seems genuine. He starts tearing up. But then you also look at the things that she's actually saying. And when you, like, break it down, it's like, "Mm, that's like you low-key trying to convince him I'm a certain way. Yeah. And that he should not be with me. And that, like, I brought him here actually to do these things because she's done it before. And I'm like, oh, I mean,
0: Mm -hmm. Facts. All that is facts. And what I don't really like that a lot of the singles that do this on all the seasons, they forget that there is a completely other side of the story that they're not hearing. And that's
1: what bothers me a lot, too, is that I feel like I'm constantly... (laughs) Whenever I rewatch this, and when it... Not whenever I rewatch it. as like While I'm rewatching it, I feel like the same thing is constantly being said, and this happened when it aired, and people were tweeting and posting and commenting. How... He deserves better because she goes on to say it too, like how he deserves so much better. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm a very confident person. I'm not cocky, but like, I feel like I'm a very good girlfriend and yeah. I mean, yeah, there's things every everyone can work on, but what makes you a better candidate? I don't think you're better. Yeah. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't think, I don't know. I'm not even going to go down that road.
0: But, yeah. But I agree. You get what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's like, everyone is so quick yes. to be like, he deserves better. He can deserve better. And I'm like, you don't know anything about
0: Aaron. You know nothing about you. <laughs> you know, nothing about me. You know, nothing about him. You know, nothing about our relationship. Yeah. Like you, like Corey is a stranger to you, like period. Like I, I know that we build these connections really fast. Cause it's true. Like you do like some of like Katie and Nicole, Shari, they became my yeah. best friends very quickly. Like the single guys, I felt very bonded to them. I freaking cried when I had to say goodbye to Val and I never cry about anything ever. So, yes, you do build mm-hmm. connections very fast. But at the end of the fucking day, these people mm-hmm. are strangers and you really don't know the other side. You don't know the other story. Yeah. Like, you know, like she's just she's making some big statements about someone that she literally doesn't I also, to someone that she yeah, literally doesn't and know.
1: And you know what? I feel like this. At the end of the day, we both deserved better. We, yeah. we did. Like, I love we that. both did. And I mean, I'm – You guys were part We were And I'm thankful that we did that – went on that experience – or went on that journey together and did the experience together. But like at the end of the day, we both deserved better. And now, you know, I can't speak for him. I hope he's doing well. But like
0: – You're doing A-okay. I'm
1: very happy.
0: <laughs> where I'm you're very happy and content <laughs> so, where you're at. You life. know? I don't know. Yeah. Amen. (sighs) She ends it with, she doesn't doubt that you love Corey, but she's wondering if you love him for the right reasons. And that's what I'm curious about, too. Like,
1: how can you love someone for the right reasons? Like, I don't understand that statement. I'm not trying to be rude. I really don't understand that statement. Do you understand what it means? I didn't.
0: No, I didn't really understand it either because I kind of, I'm one of those people that believes like true love should be like unconditional. Like they're, you know what I mean? Like there's not like right or wrong reasons. Like you just love someone because you love them.
1: I also feel like behind the scenes I did so much more for the relationship. Yeah. And that's where I'm like it's it's like for the right reason. Well, other than being loved, which which is a big deal like he loved me. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. was the one who carried the relationship. You were, I was yeah. the one
0: You were the one holding but it also all together.
1: Like, the one who was working, the one who was do like I you know what I mean? So yeah. it was like yeah. Um yeah, for the right reasons. I'm I'm freaking
0: blood sweat and tears over here breaking my back for this relationship <laughs> like yeah you're like i definitely have the right reason yes, the man the man you're talking to i, don't I think not she would have said i think she brought you here but it
1: might not have been for the right reasons then i'd be like okay that's true but like the i think she loves yeah. you but i don't know if it's for the right reasons i don't under, like i just don't think that makes sense in any scenario
0: i don't know i don't know yeah yeah so, no the only way that would make sense if if it if it was like a sugar daddy situation and you were like getting like stuff out of it because then that could be like not loving someone for the right reasons i guess but that is so fucking not the case so yeah. i don't know i don't know i didn't really understand it either he ends it with like that's some real shit right yeah. there he looks like he's about to cry so <laughs> yeah and then oh And then everyone is going to bed, but of course, Alexis and Kendall are not Uh going to bed. She's giggly and flirty. He says, you're a tricky one, man. She clearly wants the D. Like, she is so, like, she's on a mission, and you can see it in her eyes. She thinks that Erica, okay, I'm going to be honest. I've kind of been an Alexis fan because I really love how confident she is. I love how flirty she is. I love how quick she is. She's well spoken. She's a vibe. Okay. I've been a fan. This whole moment, I there was things some things that she said that were a little crazy, a little delusional, and I didn't really like. I just again
1: I don't like the like comparing thing. Like, why are you you don't need a bri- Yes, that's what that's what I I'm saying. Like- is I
0: it was giving mean girl and it ew. Like I didn't like it at all. Nothing, a lot like- of it
1: you're destroying a relationship. Have some empathy for this girl. There's no reason Erica's name should even be coming out of your mouth. Like, just focus on Kendall. Like, you can yeah. think that and you can want to ruin Erica's life behind the scenes, but you don't need to vocalize it. Like, Erica should be worried. Plus,
0: like, why? Why does she not give a fuck about this girl? Like, that's the thing that, that, that I've never understood about the singles. But that's weird. And honestly, I think... No, Sorry, I put you
1: off. That's why I was actually going to give credit and kudos to Amanda is that she makes it seem, at least, that she cares about Corey. Same thing with, like, yeah. Sophia and Tom, like, a little bit. Like, I see yeah. the, like, I I care about your girlfriend, too. I think she just doesn't know what she wants or she's going through it. Like, it's never blatantly rude. It's indirectly. Like, in this situation, it's like you're blatantly being really disrespectful to someone's girlfriend who's like, yeah. you have no idea what she's going through on the other side. You know, this is like a yeah. a really terrible situation now. They live together. Like, you're destroying. Yeah a family yeah. if you will which yeah everyone signed up for it whatever I guess it's a free-for-all but but
0: come on oh I'm I have some words to say about that so what I was gonna say is a theme that I've noticed and to be honest it happens more often with the single girls than the single guys they just have like a complete and I I don't want to say it's just the single girls because some single guys do it too I've just noticed it more with the single girls The singles have just like a complete lack of empathy Uh for the like significant others. Like, for example, in this instance, Alexis, she is showing a complete lack of empathy for erica who is like a human being okay that she does not know and it's not just breaking up her relationship it's like blowing up her entire life on fucking national television it's like real ass trauma that she's like contributing to and she literally like doesn't give a fuck and like what Uh i was gonna say is some of these singles are like i don't feel bad because like they signed up for it and it's like okay like i hear you but like let's chat for a second I signed up to be on a show with my boyfriend to see if we could resist temptation to date singles in like a safe environment to be on vacation. Maybe there's a little bit drama. Maybe I get my heart broken. That's Uh what I signed up for. I didn't sign up to have a bunch of assholes with no fucking empathy treat me like shit and be happy to destroy my entire fucking life in front of the world that's weird as fuck and i can't relate but to it like, <laughs> okay like to
1: even go deeper it's like do all that go ahead go ruin my life whatever behind the scenes and like love but, it like get joy
0: out of it like that's fucking but bizarre fine. go do that
1: but to then talk shit on me on top of it what is wrong with you I know. you're already doing what it you're wrong? already literally doing it why do you then need to be like yeah and aaron she
0: is <laughs> terrible. Like, don't talk shit on me. You're already doing it. Like, wh- just let me live in peace. Like, why do you literally have to destroy me till there's, like, nothing fucking left? Yeah. Like, it's it's a different breed of people. Yeah. Like, honestly. And I'm – I'm we just kind of went in, but I'm, I have zero well, I regrets. Mean, I would say it I'm to their face. I'm just more like, why do you guys have issues with me? What did I do to you? <laughs> yeah. I literally did nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I – you are – they haven't, Aaron. They haven't even that's, met you. They don't know anything that's where it's about like you. Like very. That's why it's so mind bizarre. blowing. Where it's like,
1: I mean, to be honest, like this, I feel like you can relate to it more than I can because of what happened to you on the island. So when I say like, yeah. why do you guys hate me and stuff? Like, I mean, I'm I'm sure there are people actually from that season who do hate me and stuff. But
0: no, but like in the Erica like, instance, exactly. in like, my I- instance, it's like. Dude, you destroyed my whole fucking life, and now you're going to, like, talk shit on me and, like, bully me on the internet? It's like, enough is enough. What what did Eric (laughs) do? Yes. Like, Like, a screw is loose with these people. So, yeah, I've been a fan with Alexis until this moment because of exactly what we just went off on. It's like you're literally destroying this girl's yeah. life and now you're talking shit about her while you're drunk about to fuck her boyfriend mm-hmm. it's like there's something off okay it's like something is not right yeah it's it's mm-hmm. Ugh. so she thinks that erica should definitely be worried and her and kendall's flirtiness is definitely progressing they go to his room. He says she can lay down and relax and chill. And at this moment, because I know that's his room, I, all I could think about is that she's in a wet bikini. Oh. I was like, I wouldn't get into that yeah. bed in a wet bikini. Like, But then I think she had to go up and get close because then she was like in a thawly oh, yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, yep. That's all I could think about, though. I was like, yo, the wet bikini. I'm not just going to like b- get naked like before you even touch me. Like, Jesus. Okay, Kendall, he says he's living the full-blown single life in the villa and he's doing whatever he wants to do. And honestly, you know how other sex scenes that we've, like, watched on the shows, it's kind of, like, builds up. Like, there's some, like, making uh-huh. out. There's some, like, hanky-panky. And then they're fucking – they really went yeah. straight into fucking. There was, like, no yeah. foreplay. No, it was just, like, <laughs> none. It was just, like, and right. the There was no questioning, like, ooh, is this going to
1: happen? Is this – Ooh, no, just yeah. went right into it
0: uh anything that we want to say about that or did we kind of i mean like- i just crack up at the
1: fact that he's literally like i'm falling for alexis even though it wasn't planned yeah like wild. really are you really no, falling for her is this really who you're taking home to your parents afterwards and i'm not saying that no. because of alexis i'm saying like really that's the next step dude like you're you're saying you're falling yeah. for her so wow
0: okay yeah like Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was quick. Um so now we're still in the guy's villa. It's the next morning. Kendall and Alexis wake up. He wants to know what she's going to tell her nosy friends and she's just going to say that she had a good night. That was kind of weird yeah. that he said that. She says in the confessional again, she says stuff that's just so out of pocket that I'm just like, Damn girl, she says this is something that she's always dreamt about. I have that yeah. and never and never thought it would happen to her. I was like i don't believe i'm sorry girl i do not believe that you've always dreamt maybe you've dreamt of going on a reality show but i don't think you've always dreamt of going on a reality show and like having sex with a stranger who has a girlfriend like i don't think that you've always dreamt of that. what
1: about this is a dream
0: (laughs) what that's what i said last episode i was like this is a nightmare what what is how is this a dream you've ever Ever had (laughs) And again,
1: I just don't know if we're missing something and if it's not being shown, but I I still haven't seen an instance where Kendall has brought any substance to the table where these girls would be like, I want him to be my man. This is the man I've dreamt of. Like, I don't see it. There's been no communication or like deep conversations where it's like, wow, like he's the one I'm risking it all.
0: I think there's a lot of like psychology that goes into it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, number one, they purposely pick people as certain cast members and they cast like the single specifically for each man. You know, that's what I learned. It's like me, Katie, Nicole, Shari, different dudes were specifically oh, cast. Are you kidding? For they, us, literally, okay? they literally casted Griffin so, like, for me. <laughs> yeah exactly so that's what i'm saying like Val was casted for me so like that's the thing is like different people are literally like scientifically yeah. picked for you so you already have that aspect into it and then you lock all these people like in a house together you're they're like cut off from the outside world and they just like i feel like they just lose yeah. their minds and they just like lose all sense of common sense and then on top of it they purposely cast like single girls That are gonna fall for this shit. That are gonna eat this bullshit up. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, if I went on Ti, I don't think I would have ever been casted as a single on Ti. Really? I think I'm honestly, maybe when I was younger, my younger days, when I was a psycho. I was
1: gonna say I definitely could see myself. I would say up until like 23. Like, if they casted me as a single, it would have been a. I would
0: say. I would say up until 23, 23, 24, I would have been fucking crazy. Okay. It would have been a great time. I would have been drunk. I would have been doing Uh crazy things with crazy people. I would have been getting in fights. I would have been a villain. It would have not been a good it, Even if I was a couple
1: at that age, I'd probably be real reckless too.
0: Yeah. Low key. No, not maybe not until 23, 24, but like. Yeah, like, one thing I used to do, I would, like, break up with my high school sweetheart boyfriend and then, like, make out with, like, three dudes that weekend in a hot tub and then get back together with him on Monday. Dude, that was, like, my
1: college ex-boyfriend. I swear, he would break up with me on a Thursday, Friday through Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And then Monday through Thursday, he'd be begging for me back, and my dumb ass would be, like.
0: Yeah. So I will say if I was like younger, like 21, 22. Yeah, maybe even as a couple. But the person that I was from like 26 till now, I don't think I would ever be cast as a single because I just don't put up with fucking anything. Like I'm just not down. Like I'm not going to partake in these like girl fights. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not competing with you. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not my vibe. If a dude told me, like, stay if you want to, I'd be like, peace yeah. the fuck out. Like, you know, like, it's I just think not. I I, wouldn't be a good I think single.
1: I would be a good single, honestly, because I would bring a lot of drama. I would definitely fight people and I would definitely, I don't know. I'm basing it off oh, of how I seriously I used to be when I was like 21, 20, drinking, Like I was going through some trauma and I was an angry, I was just a crazy drunk. And then like I would be like, What did you just say about me? Why are you looking at me that way? And I'd be like, I'd
0: square up. Like (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Young, young us would, would be good singles. Okay. So yeah, she says this is something she's always dreamt about, never thought it would happen to her. She really believes that he wants to leave here with someone better than he has now, and that's me. Ew, and I put on my notes, the comparing is weird as Again, fuck. why do you need to say it? Someone better than me, why do you have to say it? And why do you, like, why do you fucking care so much? Like, it's weird. Like, nobody's better than anyone. Like, you guys are both, like, great in your own ways. Like, why do you have to say that about another woman? But that's it's why weird. I feel like it's, like, you, like,
1: it's got to be something within where it's, like, because she's constantly talking about how she's better than Erica. And it's, like, it's, yeah. it's
0: kind of weird. I think it's an instant. It's insecure, though, because like Morgan used to do the same shit. So I think it's just like a weird insecurity where I think it honestly, I think deep inside of their minds and their gut, like they know this is fucking weird. And this is not how you're supposed to meet the love of your life. And, you know, for them to, like, feel better about the situation, they have to put down the other girl because it's, like, that other girl is, like, so bad and, like, I'm so much better than them. That's why yeah. they're doing this, you know? It's to make them feel better about how fucked up this situation is. Yeah, and is. just to, like,
1: internally make
0: them, like, feel better about Make themselves. them feel like what they're doing is okay. Yes. i just, exactly, like, there's a way to do it. Exactly. You don't need to
1: bring down other people. Like, what the hell?
0: No, man. So everyone is kind of walking on eggshells around Alexis the next morning because they want to know what happens because it was adult cuddling. Uh-huh. Everyone is so happy for them, which again I'm just like, you guys forget that he just like lives with this chick. But uh-huh. okay, everyone's ecstatic. And did they really call him K Money? Is that a thing? I think so. Yeah, it is. Like, did Erica call him K Money? I don't think so.
1: Not, not to my knowledge. Okay interesting i also hate how he's like i don't get nervous okay yeah relax like is there anything you can't do like is there anything wrong with you seriously like come on dude
0: i want to give him a rubik's cube <laughs> like, you yeah, right? that. <laughs> solve this in 30 seconds please <laughs> kendall really? you can't do it you ain't the one for real i don't get nervous relax um mark shows up to chat with the guys it's another bonfire kendall is giggling over the fact that erica is gonna see something in the bonfire that was weird too i was like you like really don't care he says it is what it is she knows where i stand ew it's kind of all i wrote about that and then we go over to your villa well he also makes a comment where he's like he's like if i
1: if I sleep with Alexis and still, basically, this is what he said. If I sleep with Alexis and still want to get back with Erica afterwards, that's what oh, I thought about that. Yeah. And I literally, like, my jaw dropped. Yeah. Like, he really thinks that after sleeping with someone else, if he doesn't like her as much as Erica, he'll just go back with her. But, but I'm also thinking, like, why does he think that that's a possible scenario?
0: I think he thinks that's a possible scenario, and I love Erica, and I'm so proud of her at the end of this. But I think he thinks that's a possible scenario because he's already gotten away with that scenario in the past. It's gotta and be. We that. Find, and we've, no, we find that out at the end of the bonfire. Yeah. He literally cheated on her before and like gaslighted her into thinking it wasn't a real thing and got back with her like no problem.
1: I'm also confused. This man is an idiot. He literally says at the end of this confessional, like, and then. If, if I end up getting back with Erica, like, that'll be it for me. Like, no more sleeping around. And it's like, you have already cheated on Erica multiple times. How many people do you have to sleep with to yeah. realize she's the one for you? Like, he's yeah. literally he literally said, like, Alexis will be the last person I mess around with if I don't leave with her yeah. because then I'll have my answer. So why was Alexis different than the girls you cheated on Erica with before? Why, yeah. why weren't they the last ones? Like, no, you just, you have an issue. You cannot be loyal.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: and that's the it's thing. There's no problem with that, but just stop dating people then. I'll never understand why people get in relationships to cheat. I will Me never understand it. Either. You have the choice to be single. You have the choice to sleep with whoever you want, however many people you want to. You literally have that choice when you're single. So why then go into a relationship and cheat on them? Just be single. I will never understand it. Never. What is it? You can get attention without dating someone. You get more attention from the like 13 people you match with on a dating app. Do that. What is wrong with you?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I've never cheated on anyone. That's the thing I will say I just kind of exposed myself earlier. I was like kind of a crazy girl back in the day where I would like dump my boyfriend and then like hook up with like other guys and then get Uh back with him. But I have never cheated on a soul. Like I've never had a boyfriend and cheated Uh on him.
1: No, I've never cheated, but I've done, like, the tit-for-tat thing. Like, if you – you know what I mean? You you broke up with me. You were hooking up with someone. Now I'm doing it, and then we, like, get back together. But, like, I've never – That doesn't count as cheating. Yeah, I've never, like, been I've with someone that and, like, cheated on them. I just don't – I don't understand it.
0: Like, yeah. I don't understand
1: it. No. If you're not ready to date, don't date. I took a whole year off. Like – Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Right.
0: Okay, so we're at your house. Chelsea and Blake are talking again. He apologizes, but wants to know if she has feelings for Tommy. He wants to bounce back and prove himself to her. Then we go over to the guys talking in, in like the jacuzzi, I think. And yes. this whole thing was not cute. Yeah. Tom's tattoo on his back with all the writing. That that's an intense tattoo. I was like, wow, like I couldn't stop looking at it. It was very distracting. I liked it. I it was big. Yeah. Oh, also, side note, we forgot to mention how Mark showed
1: up at the guys' villa and told them that they were having a oh, bonfire.
0: I thought we said that. So, yeah, that was how the guys' villa mm-hmm. ended. Mark shows up, lets them know it's time for a bonfire. And then it pans back to the girls' villa with yes. Blake and Chelsea. So now these like three idiots are sitting in the jacuzzi. So and irrelevant, too. Like, ugh. so irrelevant. Bottom of the barrel of irrelevant people (laughs) okay (laughs) like bottom of the barrel um yeah so they're basically saying like they're hyping up tom like yeah bro like you keep doing what you're doing you're gonna smash that for sure first off who still says smash that verbiage why are you we're grown we're not at the frat party on a thursday night no but they, you were. Your- they were <laughs> they but- were at
1: the frat party they never left the frat that's the issue
0: they they so, yeah, they never got smash. on <laughs> i haven't heard a grown man say smash in i don't even know how long no literally who speaks like that i'm so confused my ex speaks <laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs> if someone walked up to me and said do you want to smash i genuinely would be like i don't know what you're talking about what is that okay, what first- do you mean
0: First off, let me explain fuckboy boy lingo to you. They would never say smash to you in person, okay? <laughs> they would never walk up to you and be like, do you want to smash? But they will say smash to their boys. Trust me. I used to like be with the like SC basketball team taking bong rips, like hanging with the boys and all of them were talking about girls they want to smash. Can I'm they like, not say boy. the word smash though? Like <laughs> lingo, man, smash. But I haven't heard that in so fucking long. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, we're, that was like, college days okay it's time to grow up like we're not talking about women like that yeah. it's weird as hell you're not a child
1: it's also like i love how they're like they don't you know uh enough of this like uh emotional stuff like you know just have fun with her or whatever like how do you guys know what chelsea's looking for yeah dave and evan i don't think you guys even have spoke to her once Like no, they're like this
0: whole thing came out of left fucking fields because I was like, you guys like don't even like you haven't really spent any time with her at all. The only person that has is Tom, and you guys are like acting like this is a sure thing. She just started talking to him and flirting with him like less than a day ago, and and now you're like sure that he's gonna smash. It's like okay, let's not get ahead of yourself here because obviously it didn't fucking happen. So yeah, a little too confident.
1: I also feel like their dating game is just way off because at least the other guys are trying to, like, manipulate us through, like, being sensitive and, like, they're, like, trying to tell us how much they like us, whether it's a lie or not. You guys yeah. are trying to do the opposite. Like, yo, she doesn't yeah. She doesn't want this, like, emotional shit. Like, just go fuck her. Like, what? Cool. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> who, <you> de- <laughs> who have you dated so in the past her. where that has worked? Like, I'm confused. I would smack the shit out of you if you approached me that way.
0: I'm sure it's worked before. God. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's definitely worked before. Yeah. I guess there's a reason they think that's
1: the way to go. I don't know. It's a shame. They feed off each other, too.
0: They do feed off each other. I put at the very end of it, they are obviously the fake ones. And the last quote was, you're showing her a good time, not getting her up in your feelings. I want yeah. you to show me a good time and get me up in my feelings. Like, show what?
1: Me- like, How about this? Show me a good time by getting me up in my
0: feelings. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Like, let's sit down with a glass of wine and cry, cry, cry into each other's arms. <laughs>
0: that's all. That's all I want. I just want to, like, just talk, like, get high. Talk to some guy and just like let's just share each other's feelings yeah just like open up about I'm dark shit we've experienced.
1: Let's like talk about each other's traumas. So <laughs> let's trauma bond. Let's get high on <laughs> trauma bond. No, for real though, like they're crazy. <laughs> so
0: oh, good times. Okay, bonfire time. Woo! We're just like giving you guys these two-hour episodes. Like, yeah, it's nobody's business. This is a long one. I know we've been, we've been doing two hours for a minute. Yeah, we have. They're good though. I feel like this is juicy. We're getting into it. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. So the girls, you guys are walking into the bonfire. Chelsea thinks that she's becoming more confident because she thinks that she's able to now see Tom being flirty and accept that, that, and it's not going to like bother her anymore, which I thought that kind of came out of left field. That whole comment. Yeah. I think she's probably just in her feels a little bit because she's been going through a lot the past like few days yeah. with all these idiots. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so Kristen's clip is up first yeah and i high key think that production realized that julian is actually a real run, and their love is like the real Uh deal so they went back on their initial tactic of making him look like a douchebag and a cheater and now they're showing her good clips of him because the the like difference between the first clip where it shows that he's like getting the, like, dance circle set up and, like, mm-hmm. might have gotten a lap dance and now it's, like, showing how, like, in love he is and, like, how much he respects and loves Kristen. I was like, okay, the I think production realized, like, th- they're going to get engaged or that's what yeah. they wanted to happen. But
1: I also feel like there wasn't, like, what else would they show? And then also, on top of that, I think that production always knew they were going to get engaged. I think that this was, like, a very known thing that they were going to. Why do you think
0: they did that horrible clip then back last episode? Because that was like, they set him up for failure with that clip.
1: Maybe just to like, I think it was probably just for like show reasons to make it seem like.
0: I just wonder, I I just feel like they took a big risk with that because she had a fine reaction, but it's like you, Mm -hmm. they kind of. The producers loved julian though love how, how could you not love that's that?
1: why i'm like i i don't know because like from the jump i was not well liked it wasn't one of those things where when we started filming it was one of those things where from the jump producers across the board thought i was going to cheat so i don't want to say i wasn't liked but like you know what i mean it was very much yeah one was favored one wasn't and that's totally fine i i knew that going on to the show same thing with Julian. Like they loved him, and you're casted. Ours because of COVID, we were basically casted for like a, almost a year. So it's like all yeah. these producers are getting a sense of Julian and how
0: he is, and that you know what I mean. So I, I don't know. My it's own- just weird to me that they would do that clip to him then. Yeah, because that's like you They took a risk because yeah. it's like there was already like she's already saying that if he asked her to marry him right now, she would say no. Mm-hmm. There's cheating involved. She has a guard up with him. And then you fucking show that clip like na- day one. Yeah. Like that just seems crazy to me. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. But like I said, they did a 180 and now we're getting good. clips. Yeah. Thank God. I know. Because I did not like that. They set him up like that last time. Yeah. So Mark is just completely perplexed with Kristen and we kind of start realizing that Kristen is holding something really big back. Uh She doesn't want to be vulnerable in front of anyone, not even like family, friends, no one. This is really difficult for her. And Mark ends it with, um, oh no, he says, wait, did she say that past haunts you for the rest of your life? That's what she said, right? Um,
1: I think, I I, I think she did make a comment, but he said something like, would you rather have one sharp pain or one sharp pain or dull pain for the rest of your life? And she said, sometimes she thinks it's going to be pain for the rest of her life regardless.
0: Yeah. Really sad. And Mark asks her if she wants to be the same person that's hiding her pain 10 years from now. And she immediately said, that's why she came here. Mm -hmm. I thought they um, had a really
1: good conversation. Like that. I was thought deep. so too. I was I remember like when I was sitting there, like tearing up because it got like pretty It got deep. It will like related to all of us. And then at the end of this episode, Mark says the four of you all have one thing in common. Things from your past are affecting
0: your, your current, current And we time. were all like, yeah. yes.
1: Also, I did realize yeah. this episode, it's the way that I'm sitting when I look at the iPad that makes my head look like a literal cube.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, stop. You're the, I'm like, you were so hard on your appearance on the show. I Honestly, it's just
1: bonfires. Like I really don't like it. It's just,
0: just it's just the way that I'm looking
1: down at the iPad. Yeah. Chins connect that it's like a literal, like a square head. Like I look like my head is so round where all the other girls are sitting up proper and looking at it. Like they're very like, I'll be honest, like, it's very, like, statue-esque, but they knew what they were doing. I didn't. I went on there like, whoa, like, chins out. I don't care. Oh,
0: my God. You're so Uh, funny. I can't. Okay. So, your clip, you see them on the horse date bonding, and she tells Corey that she likes him. You are upset. You cry immediately. You're hurt that he's opening up to someone because mm-hmm. that seems like a real connection that you witnessed.
1: Yeah, but what hours. I will say is that, like, I
0: barely cried. I don't und- – like, I'm still trying to – I was going to say, you barely cried and got it together immediately. And I wouldn't even say cry. Yeah. Your voice just got a little choked up a little bit. I'm going to be honest. We're This is episode four, right? Yeah. So far, Aaron. I mean, we're almost halfway through the season. I think, like, episode six is, like, halfway through. Like, you're not giving villain vibes, and you're not crying all the time. I literally so am
1: confused because the tweets about the crying started immediately, and I'm watching myself, and I'm thinking, nah. I Nah. not only do I not really cry as much as I thought I did, but also like- I don't think you really cry at all. And when I do cry, I feel like it's pretty appropriate times. Like, I don't know. I'm just like super confused because- I literally, as I, as we were watching, I do that thing. We do the same thing where it's like a scene happens and we pause to take notes. And it was, yeah. again, I immediately wrote, like, here we go again with the with the crying. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, was I, I – I guess I, like, whimpered. Your
0: voice just got choked up and then you went right back to normal. Very strange. I don't know. Very. Um, anything that you want to say about how you were feeling in that moment or any behind-the-scenes stuff? Um –
1: no behind the scenes stuff. I just didn't like, I hate how nervous Mark made me feel because it was like, I had all these cameras around me 24 seven. I'm talking to these guys all the time, these girls opening up, whatever, everything was fine. But then when, for whatever reason, when we would get to the bonfire, I literally like felt like I had marble mouth. Like it, my, what I was thinking couldn't translate. And I feel like it was Mark and it was me just being nervous. So, I mean, I liked the conversation we had. I just, I feel like I watch the other girls talk and what they say carries so much weight and substance and I resonate to it. And then I like watch what I'm saying and it's very just, it's like my answers are surface level, even though I'm not meaning to, I don't know. I think in the moment I had anxiety, I couldn't properly
0: express it. Like, uh, I don't know. No, I freaking get it. Plus, honestly, I think what kind of happened with me is happening with you a little bit i think mark is kind of like boys with Corey a little bit so he's maybe being a little harder on mm-hmm. you because that's what happened to me with mark was like kind of boys with evan and was only hearing that side yeah or not only hearing that side but he was kind of like on the evan bandwagon for a while and that was like affecting our bonfires and i think it's same thing he's kind of on the Corey bandwagon oh my god so kind of mark your mom i love mark same, and I really same. like I, him. I
1: really like his wife too. But the two of them were not a fan of me. They they did not yeah, want me with Corey. His wife it. has Corey. made it very known. <laughs> and I get it. Like I yeah. get it. Like I'm not upset about it. But I will say watching the only thing that I'm kinda like eh about watching it back is I'm, I I think that my reaction again, it like didn't match the, like I'm looking back at myself and I'm thinking oh, that's just such a silly thing. I think I'm losing my boyfriend to like that clip. They didn't. Yeah. But I felt that I'm yeah. not denying it. I'm just saying, looking back, it's like such an overreaction. I got really worked up over something so little where
0: watching mm-hmm. it now, I'm like,
1: that was literally nothing, Aaron.
0: Yeah. But it's, The whole environment you're in and just the stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. you're under. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that maybe isn't that big of a deal, but it's more that it's more that like that was like the one little thing that finally made you snap. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're underneath so much stress. Yeah. Okay, you guys, I know this is a long fucking episode, so we're almost done. Chelsea, her clip, it's Tom putting the flower in Sophia's ear. Um, Chelsea kind of seems nervous watching this, and this was my favorite scene that they aired—the or what scene that gave me the <laughs> ick. Forgot about. That. I fucking hate it every time. It's horrible. Chelsea's pissed about the kiss, and she immediately says, "Like that's why I'm here." She says that he makes her really uncomfortable because she's very respectful of their relationship, and he obviously is very flirty and is a little too much. And her – the connections that she's making are really freaking her out because she didn't, like, expect to make those connections yeah. the way that she yeah. has.
1: I, I like how Chelsea says that she can't change someone if that's who they are. And that's so true. Fact. But I, You can't change anyone ever. But I feel like that's how it's, like – that's where I look at the situation and I'm like, Did you not know who he actually was when you first started dating? Did you think you could change him then and now you're changing your mind? Did he lie to you about who he was at? Like, you get what I'm saying? Because I know, I mean, especially with this relationship, the one I have with Justin, from the jump, I set boundaries. I set my expectations, the standards I have, you know, he he did the same. We had an open, honest communication of what we were looking for. And then I had boundaries that I set with him. So, certain things that maybe you were doing in the past, I'm telling you I'm not okay with it. And now it's your choice whether you want to change. I'm doing air quotes because it's not really changing. It's just like accepting the boundaries someone else is setting. Yeah. Or if you don't want to, that's fine. I'm just not the one for you.
0: And that's where this
1: relationship just like confuses me. And then
0: Mark. There's no way that they've ever like chatted and set boundaries like that. It's weird.
1: And then Mark says, it doesn't matter if he's not technically doing anything wrong. It's how she, how you feel about it. And I feel like that's so true because, again, it's like, Tom, you might not think you're doing anything wrong, but I'm telling you I don't like it, so just stop. Why, does yeah. it, why do you have to continue to do it? And it goes back to just, like, setting those boundaries. I'm not okay with you going out and doing these things. And if that's not something that you can stop doing – then we are not – you can go find another girl who will be okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Preach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Preach, girl. Also, this is where my theory is correct. Erica, best for last. Yes. So as soon as we see the clip, the clip is obviously Alexis and Kendall in bed. She immediately says, shut the F up. Again. I feel like she's shocked. Yeah, which is kind of wild. I don't know why she's shocked. The silence afterwards is crazy. And then she says, oh, I'm good. I'm so good. I just want to laugh almost. Two and a half years giving you my all, putting myself down, ignoring my emotions. Then we find out that Kendall has already cheated. Mm -hmm. And when he cheated, he told her to put her emotions to the side. She's being irrational and she doesn't have to leave. Whoa. And then this quote, you guys, if you all, I know we've talked about gaslighting, especially in my season, but this is literally gaslighting. She describes it in perfect form. And I don't even think she realizes at the time that she's describing gaslighting to a T she says it's crazy because he since he spent so much time almost forcing me to act like it never happened sometimes I forget that it did happen. Doubting your own reality. Don't knowing like what's real and what's not like, that's the first time I've said it out loud. Wow. So this girl basically just announced to everyone on national television that she literally was gaslit so much that she literally lost memory of a freaking traumatic ass incident that happened to her with Ken. I'm telling you, I I am being so serious right now. Like
1: that was my ex-boyfriend in college. I am not kidding. I genuinely would forget or just completely look past him cheating on me. And when she said at the bonfire that she used to date someone who cheated on her every single weekend, hand to God, that was my ex in college. And I don't really care. I hope you're listening. You did that shit to me, period. It was crazy like crazy. Yeah. And I would literally forget or like convince myself it didn't happen or it happened for this reason, but there was a good excuse. I'm telling yeah. you, it wasn't like, I i mean, I was being delusional. Absolutely. But I, it was a psychological shit was going that's, on.
0: Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Like, Like, watching this scene, like, what you just said is so freaking relatable for anyone that's been in, like, a toxic relationship, but one thing that I struggle with to this day, and you guys got to keep in mind, like, I've been over Evan for many, many, many Uh years, and I am healed from everything that happened, for the most part, I would say, like, 98%. Uh But there, I was with him for such a long time, you guys, and I was, like, underneath such, like, psychological abuse for that. so long that I'm it, some of it still affects me to this mm-hmm. day. And one thing that, like, she said that I was, like, damn, I relate to, even to this day when, like, things happen with people, like, if I get in any sort of, like, little fight or argument or, like, anything, I'm, like, in my own mind. I don't trust – I still to this day don't trust my own mind. Yes. Because I don't know like what's real and what's not because I was gaslit for so long. So I have to literally like break it down and be like, okay, like this happened, like this was said, this was my reaction. And I have to get like very rational with myself and like logical because to this day, I still don't like remember things correctly because of how long I was gaslit. Oh yeah. Uh, And I don't trust my own mind. It's. It's like the craziest
1: fucking no, thing. No, it, it's, I'm not even kidding. It's, it's crazy. So yeah. I,
0: and you don't remember things, I think, because number one, it's just like a psychological thing. I think you're literally like, it's a trauma thing. Like you're protecting mm-hmm. yourself. So you don't, your, your mind blocks it out. And then it just, it holds on to the, I'm going to
1: change. I want to yes. marry you. I, yes. I'll, I'll never do it again. I can't live without I'm gonna you. I'm going to be better. Or like,
0: I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make this right. Please. Like you're helping me grow as a person. The waterworks start. Or, it's like, or, oh, or the like,
1: I'm going to kill myself if you break up with me. Yes. Because I've heard yes. that one too.
0: I've heard that Is one. Tell anyone.
1: I had literally someone choke me out outside of his house, slam my phone mm-hmm. on the ground while choking me out, like against a wall. And then as I ran away, if you tell anyone I'm going to kill myself, okay. Well, did I tell anyone? No. I was scared shitless. And then actually that night I texted one of my guy friends to make sure
0: he was okay. Yep. After I was choked out. You
1: were so,
0: yeah, Mm -hmm. you were so fucked up and and manipulated.
1: I lost sleep because I was scared that- God forbid something would happen. Like that's yeah. While wow, he was probably Ugh. texting and fucking another girl that same night, I'm telling you, it was crazy.
0: That's that's so a true wild. story. I like, I don't know. I'm shook. It's just like the manip the love that level of manipulation is unfucking heard mm-hmm. of. Most of the time, it's like so rare unless you've experienced it. This is actually the last story, guys. We're kind of going on a tangent. Um, so. Evan and I were very like on and off for that first five years. And there was a point like um, when everything happened with his family where I finally like really put my foot down and like ended things with him and like deleted his number and like my family knew about it. And I really thought this was actually in 2012. I'll never forget. I thought that was really going to be the end of it. My family thought it was going to be the end of it. And everybody was stoked. Okay. Like a whole summer went by. And one night, I get, like, a call, like, 2 in the morning. And, yeah, 2 in the morning. He's in the emergency room. He lost, like, he got two of his fingers, like, cut off and was having I had to get them reattached. It was, like, a very traumatic, crazy thing. He sent me, like, Oh, I was going to say, stuff. I thought you were going to say this was a lie. No, no. This is a real story, you guys. This is a real freaking story. I used to be
1: friends with this it, person, this girl who lied about being in the hospital once. And it was, she's, we've talked about her before. That's actually. She pretended she was health. in a coma and texted.
0: Her- <laughs> <laughs> Stop. So you're like, is this actually a real she story? No knowing- <laughs> Literally
1: pretended to be in a coma, texted this boy pretend off like WhatsApp or something, pretending to be her mother saying,
0: so and so's in a coma. <laughs> I wish you guys could see my face right now. What? The- that is sick. Like, people, what? <laughs> that <fuck>? is
1: sick. <laughs> I'm. I have no words. And mind you, like, keep in mind to, like, dig deeper. We also had a friend who, like, passed away. So it's like, you're literally a sick fuck. You're pretending that you're in a coma when our friend literally slipped into a coma before she died from cancer. So you are a piece of trash.
0: Oh, yeah, she's trash. No, literally. Ew. What the fuck, Erin? I, I know who you're talking <laughs> about, too, just based on how <laughs> I streaming. screaming. Um, okay, so the story. So... He was cut out of my life. Everybody was stoked. My friends were stoked. My family was stoked. Three months had gone by. I was doing great, okay? I was killing it in school. I was killing it at cheer. Everything was great. 2 a.m., I get a freaking call. <laughs> and he's in the hospital, emergency room. It was like a frat party, fight, incident. He literally got two of his fingers yep. detached, okay? And was, like, in the hospital. They were having to, like, reattach. them. this is a real story. This is a real thing. This actually fucking happened. And because of that it brought us like back together, Ugh. okay? And my dad was so pissed because that right after I got off the phone with he who must not be named, I go and wake up my parents because I was so devastated and so freaked out and so upset. And I'm like crying, like, he's not okay. He's in the emergency room. And my dad was like, oh, fuck. Like, this guy's back huh? in our life. And that's literally what he did. He used a traumatic ass incident yep. to get back in my life. And then we were, to- then we dated for five and a half years and then oh, we went off to Titian yeah. Island. If that fucking frat party incident didn't happen and he didn't use it to manipulate me and get sympathy, yeah. we would have never got back together. It's
1: always the like. <laughs> There's always some weird tie to it too. Like it's like, yeah, my, nah. dad cheated, like my dad cheated, like my dad cheated on my mom and that's why I'm cheating on you. It's like the Okay, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Actually, no, this is what it was. Yeah. I'm and I'm not kidding. This is also a true story. It was you have no idea what I'm going through. Like my parents got a divorce. Okay. Well, you're 21 and your parents got a divorce when you were in sixth grade. Like, I'm sorry. I know divorce is hard. I'm not downplaying it, but what does that have, what does your parents' divorce have to do with you cheating on me every other weekend?
0: Plus, it's like I'm sorry. Like you're preaching in the choir. Like 75 percent of marriages. I'm literally like I'm like so- every everyone is a product of divorce, bro. Like get I it together. literally
1: am sorry. I feel sorry for you, but I'm just confused how I'm tied into this. What does that
0: have to do with you yeah, cheating like, on me? How does yeah, like how does that affect you being? <laughs> like disloyal and like putting your. i'll never forget like like, this man
1: told me this man told me he was coming to my best friend's funeral mind you i spoke at her funeral so i'm in the stands looking out for him because he said he was coming he never showed up and told me his brother tore his acl and his acl was hurting his brother literally had torn his acl three weeks before (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like, my brother's ACL was acting up. It was sore. I couldn't go. What the? It was acting up. I'm like, your brother tore his ACL literally three weeks ago. Again, what does that have to do with you not coming to my best friend's
0: funeral? And you just – that's what I was just going to say. You're just going to miss one of the most, like, devastating days of my and life. And literally
1: told me Ugh. he was coming. Told me he was on his way. Told me he was, like, halfway there. Like, it was this, this guy. I'm, like, very what? curious like- – Where he is in life now.
0: I'm I'm that's like one of those nowhere good. I'm like, what nowhere good. I'm gonna let you know right now, all these idiots that we're talking about, they're nowhere they're they're nowhere good. Like, what are you (laughs) into? Like and who are you dating now? Like what I'm telling you, this man
1: really like he's one of those people where he will never, and I'm not kidding, never change. There are people out there who it's like, you want to, you, you know, you question, Do, can people actually change it? Yeah. He, like he who not, must not be named or uh, will never change. Never I don't change. care what anyone tells me. Yeah. I know nothing about his life right now. I have no idea what he's up to, where he lives, who he's dating. I know nothing, 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 nothing. But I'm telling you right now, he will never change. So I don't even care.
0: Yeah. Never. Disgusting. Look at what Kendall did. He made us go on a rant about all the toxic, insane people we've had in our lives. (laughs) Like, everyone just found out a lot about us. (laughs) A lot about us. That's what this pod is about. But no, that's why we can relate to freaking Erica in this moment because what she's saying, we've lived this yeah. shit, okay? And when she said it, I'm just like, damn, like that is – it's sad uh, that like he literally cheated on her and gaslit her so hard to the point that she literally forgot it even fucking yeah. happens. That's all Alexis needs to know to run for the fucking hills. Yeah, yeah. And then I will say I loved at the get at the part at the ends where she was just a bad bitch. She's like, I just want to like slap myself mm-hmm. on the hand. And then she says, "Girl, it's just unacceptable." Yeah. Say it I louder. Know. Yeah, she everything she was saying was, and I loved when she said, "Good luck," because he's gonna have to deal with my dad. I was like, "Facts." I relate to that. My dad would like, <laughs> my dad would do anything <laughs> for me, man. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like in that situation.
1: I, I, oh, this is what I wanted to ask. I just had a brain fart. No What's way. your, this is the last thing we'll talk about or like we really are done. But what, what is your take yeah. on the like no tears? When? Like, cause like Erica didn't cry at all. She was just very much like, I mean.
0: I think it was, remember how we were talking about how I got shit for fake crying in my bonfire? Yes. And like not being able to really cry. And it was like, it's a trauma response mm-hmm. for me. I think it's the same thing. I think she's like in shock. And I think she just like is a very strong person. And I don't think she's able to produce tears in that moment. I think she's in shock. Yeah. And I think based on what she said, she's been gaslit a lot to, and has been told to suppress her emotions. So I don't think she's able to cry right now. I don't think she psychologically has that in her right now.
1: Yeah. You know what? I will say if I saw, I think that the reason I was so worked up with these bonfires is that it was what they were talking about that was hurt, like hurting my feelings. I think if I had seen yeah. him in bed with another girl, I would have laughed. Yeah. I'm like, or not even yeah. like, I'm not like, I probably it, like, wouldn't have it, laughed. I'm not saying that. I would have reacted like, I but it know.
0: was like so ridiculous. And that's what I th- I think too. When you see like your boyfriend having sex with essentially a stranger on national television, because like I've experienced that, so I can speak on it firsthand. It's like so shocking and so just like what in the actual fuck like you just like it's almost like your body goes into like fight or fight or flight because you don't even know how to react i would get pissed i would get real pissed off yeah like you just, your body just reacts in the moment. However, your body is going to react and you don't really have control over it. So I think her body just reacted with like straight to the point like, and you, it was it's obvious that she's been holding a lot in and not saying the mm-hmm. truth of what's going on. And It was like the floodgates open. She just started Yeah, she's shit. like,
1: I don't have to protect him anymore. Guess what? This is yeah, who he really was, is. She's
0: like, yeah, so that's how she reacted. She was like, fuck this. I'm going to start telling everyone yeah. about you. Good for her. And that's that's the end of this episode <laughs> oh lord you guys um anything that we have to say before we wrap this up it's past Aaron's mm-hmm. bedtime it's actually well it is past my bedtime but I'm pleasantly surprised with us that's not too late I know right like, normally We're it's it. like 12 We're but it's 10 I know we love that we love that for you Thank and baby you. Okay, you guys. I'm um, so sorry this episode was a little bit late. Um, we're, we're doing the best we can. You know, we're trying to be better. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to get there. And plus, like we said at the beginning, I mean, when we drop them, it's a good Yeah, time. this was
1: a good pe- – <laughs> like, I feel like it really picks up at the end. But still, it was very good.
0: It definitely does. Um Toes Tommy was a good oh laugh um okay you guys go follow us on instagram at it's tempting pod we also have our merch site it's temptingmerch.com go check it out we'll pick another favorite review to send a a hat to um over like the next week or so we already sent one out to i believe her name is karen Perion. um what else? Go like us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, subscribe, follow, leave a five-star review, leave a review, anything that you want to do. We're here for it. We love it. And I think that's it.
1: Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you for being loyal followers.
0: So, you guys, this episode is going to go up on Wednesday of this week. So, our next episode will be next Friday, and we cannot wait to chat about it. Yes. All right. Love you guys. Love you all. Bye.